1: week Friday, December 23rd, 2016, and it's The Relevant Podcast. Behold, the child is born. (laughs) I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by Compassion International. At least a third of the world's children live in extreme poverty, and Compassion International gives you the chance to love and assist one of those children in the name of Jesus. There's over 100,000 kids on the Compassion waiting list right now. When you sponsor a kid with compassion, you're linked with a boy or girl and actually have the opportunity to develop a relationship with them. Like It's it's a real person on the
0: other end. beautiful, actually.
1: Uh, the child you sponsor will receive educational assistance, supplemental food, clothing, healthcare, education, and training, uh, opportunities for growth and development. And most importantly, the child you sponsor will learn about Jesus. The program is run through the local church. And yeah. so it's an amazing way to connect them to the church in their village. Uh, the cost of sponsor kid is just 38 bucks a month and 80% of the money that you commit, uh, goes directly to the programs that affect your child. Um, Individuals, families, small groups, uh, and churches all can sponsor kids. Uh, the sponsorship lasts as long as you're able to do it. Some can only sponsor for a few months, and and some have been sponsors for decades. Um, the average compassion sponsor does it for about five years.
0: Yeah, so, but like, can I also say, just being sort of in this nonprofit NGO world and knowing really how these things work, compassion is the real deal. Yeah, they're they're no joke. Like this money is genuinely. And sometimes it's hard to know Like when we're giving Is this really doing something Compassion is Is the real thing And if this If this is a really cool gift Especially Last minute We had somebody Just on our Facebook live Like ask what we should get And it's like Ultimately You can get them some socks Or something But like Get them. This really matters. This will yeah. really change lives. It would be a cool gift.
1: I went to uh, I I visited Compassion and uh, saw their work in Ecuador a couple of years ago. Ecuador, and um, it was really amazing to see. We met kids who had come up through the program and were in college now, and. Um, and they taught, you know, we're talking about the impact that the program had on on them. And then we were able to visit a number of the kind of mountain villages and the programs they have in the big cities. And it was really educational and really powerful to see. You're right. I mean, yeah. it impacts the, the local churches, it impacts the families and it impacts kids directly. It's really awesome.
0: Capital of Ecuador is Quito
1: by the way. That's where we stayed for the first couple days we were there and then we went off into the mountains Mm -hmm. and then we crossed the equator. I have a picture of where I'm standing on the actual... On the equator. On the equator. It was very... I was very imbalanced that day. I was just... I felt very... Yeah. Equated. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I can do most of the capitals of South
0: America but I feel like that's outside the point of what we're
1: doing. I saw... I was talking about visiting Compassion Eddie was mumbling something quietly. His lips were moving. (laughs) And I know he was going through all the capitals of countries. La Paz, Bolivia, Quito, Ecuador. There it is.
0: (laughs) I've got something to add to this.
1: (laughs) Hey, allow God to work through you. When you sponsor a child in poverty for a limited time, uh, you can receive a free year of relevant magazine. When you sponsor a child today, you'll receive both the print and tablet versions. Just sponsor a child at compassion.com forward slash free to receive this special offer. You'll be able to search for a child to sponsor by age, gender, country, special needs, and more. You can even search for a child who shares your birthday. Make sure you type in compassion.com forward slash free to receive the free special offer. Well, like I said, I'm your host, Cameron, here with me in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Cat Koffold. Learned
0: a lesson. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Made a big mistake last week. Really? Yeah. No more Merry Christmas. We're done with that. (laughs) Just
1: kidding. (laughs) Uh, Joining us, our social media maven, Chelsea Steele. Hello,
2: everybody. On the
1: ones and twos, our illustrious producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. And on the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. hello. Hello. Uh, it's a uh, Christmas weekend. Yes. But what's weird is people are probably busy on Friday night and Saturday being Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. Sunday. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are probably listening to this after Christmas. So mm-hmm. we can't talk like it's before Christmas. We got to pretend like we know what we got for Christmas. Except
0: that when you really think about it, we're already preparing then for next Christmas, right? Like, Hmm. because it's all... Like
1: Advent, uh, like a special elongated Advent. It's
0: all already happened. So we're always in a season of remembrance and preparation. (laughs) That's right. So Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) So let me ask this, because
3: people are already like considering, you know, what needs to happen now that Christmas has passed us. Yeah. And we may have talked about this before appropriate time to leave the Christmas tree up is, is if you're listening today, are you doing it while you're dismantling your decorations or are you like me and you're going to leave it well into February? Oh and, no, 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 no,
0: You know, so <laughs> I will take our tree down December 26th.
1: Really? I'm uh, out of town December 26th or 28th, but December 28th that night, I will take it down. Absolutely. We yeah.
2: growing up would leave my tree up year round and just decorate it according to what time of year it was.
4: No. You guys. A
2: Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. 4th of July, American flags in the no. tree. Yeah.
1: You really hang on. Was it just like a ficus tree in the corner, and you it
2: was, thought a, it was Christmas a Christmas tree? tree, like a the lights? Yeah, the whole nine. Wait, Listen, you would light
1: up the lights. Yeah,
0: I want to be respectful <laughs> because I know your dad listens to the show.
1: Your biggest wait, fan. Yeah, but <laughs> this this, this and I'm and I'm up a whole new can of What's worms his name, here? Bob? Um, Drew. <laughs> Close. Drew. Drew? That's not a dad's name. Yeah, it is. Drew. It's kind of a young, cool dad name, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. cool. Does he drive like a Z28 or something oh, yeah. like that? I or, don't know what that is. What kind, of, kind of, of car does <laughs> Does he drive? have a Camaro? What does Drew He has drive? a Jaguar. A 300ZX. It's, oh, it's a, a supercharger. Of course he has a Jaguar. Oh. His name is Drew. I drive does where he where I wear I a scarf go. and like driving gloves? <laughs> No <laughs> Last year's Christmas gift
2: He is top Like
1: Like isotoners. Literally
2: top to toe dad Cargo shorts New balance sneakers White socks
1: Drew
0: <laughs> He knows it he does. And Drew left the Christmas yeah. tree up Year round
2: right. So
3: Yeah so, so but this Like But yeah You're not talking like This was one Like a tree out in your yard Or two This wasn't just like A small house plant You're talking like You had like a Like a six seven foot Christmas tree mm-hmm. In your living Synthetic room So, so From did target. you
1: have friends over? That is so weird, man. All
2: the time.
3: <laughs> that is did so people, weird. Did anyone comment about how strange they thought that was? I feel
2: like as a kid, like the weird things are just really cool.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
2: Man. I don't know. Right? Guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, so what? Do they, is that is that practice
0: still happening in your in in your parents' home?
2: No, different you know,
0: home. You know what locks me on this point is the psychology, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? what what's
1: going through your dad and mom's minds
0: like it's not as, laziness
1: because they redecorate it mm-hmm.
0: no yeah you, if anything did it's you it's have like effort. a valentine's
1: tree and a martin yeah. luther king J <laughs> jr tree and uh, yeah and a st patrick's day tree <laughs> and a all of the trees. easter
2: tree yeah Gosh,
1: uh, I feel like I'm in a swarm of bees right
2: now. <laughs> back to school tree. <laughs> we didn't do a back to school tree. No, to <laughs> yeah. no, pencils from a tree. Yeah, That's, crazy. That, That's crazy.
3: that would be way too. Yeah. Far. Okay, okay. Here's my other question: Like, how prominently was it uh, featured in the home? Like, was it in like sort of like a that weird room that everyone has that no one really goes into like up front? It was pretty You know, so, like, like a lot of houses have that, that room yeah. where... It was
1: right there, wasn't it? Yeah.
3: Or was it was like it by, right the by, by the TV? Was
1: it by the hearth I
2: tell you what, you open the door, boom, Christmas tree. No. So like <laughs> like
1: a delivery man, you open the door to get a box and he's looking at your Christmas tree in August.
2: Yeah, I tell you what though, conversation starter.
1: Yeah
0: (laughs) Hi
4: um, Relationship ender
0: (laughs) Little gentleman Picks you up for prom You know what (laughs) Let's go stag I'll meet you there
3: (laughs) Yeah let's get No no I want a picture We're gonna take it right Uh In front of the Christmas tree So your parents Have
1: to weird out The suitors That would come Calling for the daughters The prom Mm -hmm. tree
2: No way, y'all I grew up with five sisters I always thought My dad would be like oh, who's this guy coming over? But he was just genuinely always so excited that so a guy cool. was coming he's over a, to the just, house. He's a
1: cool so. dude. He's, he's, a cool a, he's a cool guy wearing yeah. his ascots and driving and his and having Jaguar. Having like, his aviator glasses up on the top of his head. True. Che- Chelsea,
3: I, I have another question for you as it pertains to this tree. <laughs> yeah. Was it only the Christmas tree or did you have like Easter baskets Good question. up all year? Wreaths. Lights.
1: <laughs> they have a jack o' lantern in the driveway <laughs> at all times, but they would repaint the jack o' lantern <laughs> to be red for Valentine's. And
2: it was only did, the tree. Did you
1: eat turkey every every single
2: night. No, as you know, we do tow turkeys. No, it was just the Christmas tree.
1: What a crazy. Well, you know, as life. people are listening, we are we are straddling Christmas weekend. Like like my trip to Ecuador, we are <laughs> we are Quito. <laughs> To, to my trip to Quito. You land right in Quito. A, maybe. F- a few hours north to drive you hit, yeah. the, you hit the equator and that's where we are holiday wise. on Paraguay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
1: we have a great show for the straddle episode Clear, clearly. Of, of Relevant uh, Podcast. Yeah. Uh, coming up later Trip Lee joins us. He has a, a great new album. Uh, it's out. Uh, came out last week cool actually. Cool video. I saw it on Relevant. Did you? Yeah, your website. And also later we have a special Christmas themed game. That's where right. one of you listeners Jesse, are Jess- going to come in, uh, call in and Park compete the against Eddie. You so. can't
0: see it, but Jesse's already smirking, which means he has spent 24 hours. I'm just hours. because,
1: Cameron, you left out
3: arguably the best part of the game, which is the game's title that we've created. Uh, well,
0: yeah, tell us about the game you've created, Jesse.
3: The, the game is called, and Chelsea assisted me with this, it's mm-hmm. called a very special Christmas special special.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the the punctuation is very
3: important there or else it doesn't make sense. There's quotes around Christmas special. <gasps> okay. So it's a very special so, Christmas special special game. That's right. That's right. So okay. people will stay tuned to see what that is. But whoever calls in, I hope that their knowledge of pop culture, especially as it pertains to Christmas related pop culture is on point as, ed- as Eddie's <laughs> because they will be going head to head against each other.
1: Are you guys uh, again? We're li- the, when people are listening, they are done with Christmas. There's wrapping paper filled <laughs> the garbage cans. Mm-hmm. They're over this thing, right? But as we're recording it, we're just before Christmas, right? Are you guys ready for Christmas, or are you procrastinators? No, no, I'm ready. You're ready, ready. Well, first of all, I'm ready. Ton be- ton to do. You, you do? Yeah.
2: I haven't bought a single thing. Are you serious? <laughs> Not one.
1: <laughs> Gosh. Okay, I only first bought everything yesterday from uh, on- online. Gracious. I mean, so, like, I'll have it on Friday. And I'll wrap it on Friday and
0: everything's good. That works. Yeah, I, I'm really lucky. Brianna's like super organized. We have had some Christmas gifts in our house since June or July. Whoa. Cause she'll just be. We'll, Do we'll you be, can them I just out say that's under Chelsea's tree. No, we have like a little closet <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's got it's that one weird closet in the house that has like the games and the few vases that you're never going to use <laughs> and there are always a few presents in there because you know we'll be out somewhere and Brianna'll say like oh Amy would really like that. And she, she is buys a it. thoughtful, thoughtful friend. She actually really is. I, it wouldn't even occur to me. She, she really <laughs> would not. Would not occur. Me, I'm like Christmas. And- what are people gonna get me? It's about
1: me. This is and, and to what if Amy has a birthday between that point and Christmas? Oh, Brian's already yeah.
0: thought of that. She's on, it's like it really amazing. So I get to just coast in and
1: enjoy it. So, what yeah, if Amy somebody... acquires said item in the six months between that point and Christmas? Well, then we're at DEF CON.
4: We got
3: What if you see something in the present closet and you're like, well, I just kind of want that. I know you got it for like your brother <laughs> uh, <laughs> two
0: years from now. Literally but, uh, that happened you know. <laughs> because we bought, we were in uh, North Carolina. I want an Amazon Echo. <laughs> we were in North Carolina and brought my brother this really nice bottle of <laughs> from this like North Carolina, whatever. And I was like, you know what? It's August. I think
1: I'll open that now. <laughs> so, uh, so I opened it. <laughs> that's that's that. That was the end of the closet. Merry Christmas. Yeah. So this year I'm doing a. Um, I'm starting a new tradition. I have to. I have to be intentional about like when you when you get full grown adult. You have to be in. You, do, you know, growing up you just do your parents' traditions. Okay. And uh, yeah. growing up you kind of get to pick your own. Right. So I'm starting a new one. I'm gonna. Um, do a Friendsmas Eve gathering for all the orphans and friends around town <laughs> that don't have family ar- around. Like orphaned friends, not just like yeah, sweet little not kids. Not literal. I'm not going to walk the streets <laughs> and invite them into my home. If they happen to come yeah. around caroling Coming or something, going can like, come in. Come, I'll come in, come I'll in with like crutches. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Mr. String. Right, exactly. I'll
1: <laughs> give them a cookie. Um, no, but like all the orphaned friends and stuff. People like after sure, yeah. Christmas Eve service, like what do you do? And right. I don't want people to be lonely. So doing That's like an sweet. open house thing and then we're going to do a New Year's Eve party, which is why I take my Christmas tree down. Oh yeah. Because you can't can't be confusing when you walk in. What holiday holiday are we celebrating here? It's yeah. New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. Shed in 2016. <laughs> I
3: feel I feel like the I feel like Christmas tree that at a New Year's party is perfectly acceptable.
1: I did it one I year and been, it did no. not go over well. Honestly, I left it up one year because it looked really nice and it was like no. colors that were appropriate, like mainly gold and stuff. You decorate it for a New Year's or whatever. Eve. Right. No. no, no, it did not go over well. No. People were like, this is this should be gone. So I shed it the no. last couple of years. No, it and should not be there. It was well received. But I'm there surprised was
2: no... it got feedback at all.
1: Oh, no, no, no. There was people that were not about it. <laughs> and they can just there, there, there were people that were offended. There were people that literally took said, it I'm down. I'm leaving night. this free party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is our last live episode before the end of the year. So next week on the podcast, we're going to have our best of edition. But. Uh, you know, we've been doing this, you know, 10, 11 years now. And for the last five, six, we've been done this best of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, the highlights of the year. We've had some amazing guests and stuff where yeah. we we'll live all the all that. But uh, this year, Jesse and I are we're going to do it a little differently. Mm-hmm. So if you've heard it the last few years, um, I just it's going to be pretty entertaining this year. So you will definitely yeah. want to tune in next next week for the final episode. But this is the last one of 2016 with you two. any uh, year end thoughts what a year <laughs>
0: what a quite a year we certainly did it I have nothing this is a
1: little <laughs> foreshadowing for our question of the week if you remember last last week the question of the week yeah. was it's the end of the year we want your feedback 2016 was a really hard year for a whole lot of people mm-hmm. and uh, we want to end on a good note and so uh, the feedback you guys have been sending in all week has been amazing I mean there's some some really great yeah. things that have happened totally. uh, in people's lives this year and so it's actually really encouraging to hear all that mm-hmm. so um, the feedback segment uh, we're gonna end yes. on a happy note today that'll be good that will be good all right we'll move the show along it's time for our look back at what happened this week in culture and entertainment it's time for
4: in case you missed it
1: okay in case you missed it if you're not up on your heidi montag beat heidi montag pratt <laughs> from the hills Spencer i am pratt and heidi they were the they were the couple and then they, they got married. Spidey. they were sometimes I,
0: sometimes i don't know why i'm on the show because i like i don't know who that is <laughs> really? i don't know anything
1: you just said Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Laguna Beach? The, the M- place, yes. the MTV show <laughs> from mm. the early 2000s? No. Uh, really?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an actual answer to that. <laughs> but, I, ha-
0: I wouldn't lie to you. You're my friend. I have not heard of Laguna Beach. Okay, well, um, it, was a,
1: it was back when MTV had shows. Yeah. So, and I, and I say this, not as an old guy who's out of touch or why would they play music anymore? I happened to be going through my guide uh, like two nights ago and I was on MTV. they were playing a movie and I was like, oh, sweet. I, mm-hmm. You know, and I thought, well, this is an odd movie for primetime on MTV. And so I started going ahead on it, like just going hour after hour after hour on MTV into days after days after days just to see what MTV is airing anymore. In primetime, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, they just run old movies now. There's Weird. no shows. They do ridiculous the ridiculousness show. Yeah, yeah. Then they'll do literally it's a half hour show. They'll do uh, four hours of it from like 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And at 8 p.m. an old movie comes on. I uh, like I Mean Girls or something.
0: The last time I literally, watched they don't, that's don't do great shows choice. anymore.
3: That's... Yeah. yeah the, the, the only show that I know that they will do is like Catfish and they'll do <laughs> they'll do like a 10 hour
4: catfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have like three shows and then they just play old movies. And I only watch
3: that because I am very susceptible I'm to <laughs> Catfish. I've been Catfish so many times that I feel like the only way I can prevent it at this point <laughs> <study> is, <laughs> is to start, you know, boning up on the methods of some of these catfishers. Uh, so I watch yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, and ridiculousness is just web clips. So I mean, that's yeah. kind of funny. The last it's time I watched MTV
0: was when that girl had Lyme disease on the real world, right? So, okay, the Mormon girl. <laughs> oh I don't
1: think she was Mormon. No, no, there was a Mormon girl on the on the New Orleans. No, That was Seattle. It was Seattle. You're but talking. I think yeah. she got Lyme disease. Oh, that was hard. It was oh. hard. And I didn't know what Lyme disease was. Yeah, I learned a lot. About I learned it. a lot because I lived in woods growing up and we yeah. would come in and my mom would
0: pick ticks off of me. Kind of. I just, again, because I have fall- and, and we've I, fallen into the
1: strang worm. And I heard, and I heard she'd be like, well, you got to get them out because it takes carry Lyme disease. And I'm just like, Lyme. I like lime, lemon and lime. I mean, Who I doesn't? don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's just a little something. Bring something. it on. And then, but then I learned because of the real world, that Lyme disease is a debilitating disease yeah,
0: well, that can awful. ruin people's lives. Nine yeah. Out of, nine out of 10 people have Lyme disease and don't even know it I believe is what I heard <laughs> 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 are you M- making
3: are you making like a weird Lyme disease joke right
0: now yeah. Eddie? I actually stole it from a comedian from like 15 years ago I haven't oh, made okay. a reference that's under a decade old in this entire segment so back to in case you missed it <laughs> yeah just do the whole decade for me so. So, in, it in it case all. you <laughs> missed
3: it MTV still exists despite Eddie not tuning in.
0: <laughs> I also like how you're years. like remember when they used to play shows and everybody used to say remember when they used to play music videos yeah. now it's like
1: what is it literally it's just, it's just rerun old movies. And it's that's, really sad. That's, that is sad. Like I, I feel like a generation's coming up, and they don't even understand that MTV is what you're supposed to watch to like understand what's cool. Like they're just watching old movies. now. I I remember
2: watching it when Teen Mom became a show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's
1: (laughs) when it ended. You're right. You're absolutely right. Was it weird having the film crews
0: follow you around? I was like,
2: guys, (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) 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 This is invasive and uncalled for. But
1: like you're right though, because
0: like the early
2: two thousands,
1: Carson Daly TRL, and then there was there was another few years after that that were okay, Mm -hmm. and then you're right, the Teen Mom thing, like the
2: reality TV got too far. There's a great book called MTV: The Music video revolution and it's actually great and it will only make you miss what once was of MTV I, I watch
3: TRL with Carson Daly like every
0: afternoon
1: absolutely yeah. it's a point of view you get off of school and you go at 3 o'clock oh, I mean, R.I.P. You know. <laughs> so, anyhow, some lady from a show I've never heard of on a network no one watches, <laughs> Heidi Montag Pratt. She's uh, speaking out this week. She spoke out about her faith and against unrealistic beauty standards. She made a short video for the site FaithWire and explained how now, as she prepares to become a mother, she regrets some of her decisions and the image she cultivated. She was the star of The Hills, um, and she made headlines in the years after the MTV show concluded for undergoing numerous drastic plastic surgeries. It was crazy. I mean, she was like early twenties very pretty girl, and she had such bad self-image. She went through very aggressive plastic surgery to the point that her mm-hmm. face was unrecognizable oh. from the person... And she was like an advocate for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the person who was on, the, on this famous show. I mean, like literally... It was just a really sad thing to watch publicly happen. Uh, So in the video, she discussed obsessively comparing her looks and body to others and why that's so spiritually destructive. Mm. Uh, She said, that's completely the devil and his schemes. That's the opposite of what God wants for our lives. Here is a clip.
3: Hi, my name is Heidi Pratt. I want to talk a little bit about beauty.
1: Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised preparing to become a mom, I've really been reflecting a lot about myself and what kind of role model I've been. I think that in the beauty department, I've been a really bad role model and that's a hard thing to
4: digest.
1: It's, it's cool that, you know, she's speaking out about it because she really did like, I mean, there's a generation of girls that grew up watching her example and Mm -hmm. it was a incredibly superficial show chasing all the wrong things. But but even she more than most of the characters in the show like kind of you know it really affected her that pursuit of perfection you know yeah. so in the eyes of and, culture and
3: you know the her you know just the transparency and vulnerability to be able to say look i kind of regret what i do now and you know and she does bring her faith into it when you know she does talk about how you know our identity shouldn't be in Our outward appearances or the way that we're perceived, but in, you know, the identity that, you know, God made us and for for her to be kind of taking that stand, especially as her reputation
1: just a couple of years ago is kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, And her husband, Spencer Pratt, was on Survivor, I think. A few years ago, like four or five years ago with it was like Celebrity Survivor with Stephen Baldwin.
2: That's right. And there was a
1: scene where Stephen led him to the Lord and baptized him in one of the Amazon Rivers. Yeah. Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> he got <laughs> Lyme disease <Yeah>, exactly. ironically. <laughs> it, was, it was really, really, <laughs> was really weird. One. Yeah. yeah. Hey, in case you missed it, this week, Chance the Rapper was on SNL. He was a musical guest. And as you know, uh, many of us on this show watch SNL. We enjoy SNL. Oh, yeah. And uh, he wished Jesus a happy birthday during his uh, prayerful mm-hmm. performance uh, he, he was doing the song uh, Finish Line, Drown, which is very Spiritually focused, and along with Je- uh, Wishing Jesus Happy Birthday during a Breakdown when the choir sang Jesus Rescue Me, Chance even followed up with I like when you say his name on network TV like that Here is a clip
5: story. Can I get a never? never, never, never. Alright, I can tell we're going to have fun with this There's thirst There's thirst in my soul And tell me Tell me, where else can I go? Where else can I go? Say what you. you. I may cry. I may cry a river. But you take each drop. But you take each drop and, and you wash. Wash me new. Tell me how deep it is. This water is this deep. Water, this water, water is this deep. Water. Jesus rescued me. I like when you say his name on Jesus network TV like that. Him. Take me where? Take me to some nation got no help free. This is my brother Greg Lambert Jr. You know AK sticks on the top. Get me something.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, on SNL. Yeah. I think yeah. that's SNL.
3: probably SNL. This, this was a really good week, not just because of chance. I sent, uh, <laughs> I, I texted uh, both Eddie and Cameron on on Sunday morning uh, uh, a sketch that I was in church. By the way, I watched it, the it later.
2: Dunkin Donuts parody. The Dunkin' Donuts
3: <laughs> <laughs> parody. <laughs> I was crying with that it's sketch. So good. That Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> was really <laughs> on. well well, yeah because it it, you know I haven't talked about my old neighbor Joe in a long time and I you know I I used to do his accent and talk about his antics and just talked about how you know it's sort of Joe against the world and he really plays by his own his own rules you know and he's a guy from Boston and it's been so hard for me to try to like paint a picture of what it's like to hang out with him and Casey Affleck's Dunkin Donuts (laughs) bit was literally exactly what it was like being with my neighbor Joe at all times
0: I gotta tell you I really like Casey Affleck. I think he's a cool dude.
4: As a you know person, what? as I, an actor,
1: I, he, he can baptize you in that river. He actually can. Yeah, yeah. I that's all gets too. I'm flipping through right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You yep. can. If
2: Spencer Pratt yep. wasn't baptized by Stephen Baldwin. He was watching Chance the Rapper perform <laughs> he
1: like, was was I, emotionally baptized. Yeah, we okay. were all super <laughs> broken. We were all emotionally baptized yeah. by chance the rapper listening to that clip. I like his hat, but I
0: don't think I think people I think only pretty soon he's going to be the only guy will be able to wear the three hat.
1: Yeah, I no, that's absolutely like true. The hat has
0: jumped the shark except for him who he can wear it forever because he's one. so cool. Correct. That's his.
1: Do you really have yeah. a three hat? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. it uh, what's jarring is when you Google search because I had to I was doing some some graphics the other day and I had to Google Google search. uh, I was looking for a graphic of chance and uh, what's jarring is when you go through the image search and you see a picture of him before he figured out his brand. Yeah, you know, the overalls and the cap and the (laughs) and the, uh, the three cap and seeing him without a hat is weird. No, like, he's, oh yeah, there's the rest of his head. Yeah, like <laughs> he's a guy that should be wearing a three hat. Yeah, it's just right on him. Yeah,
3: I will say this though: the
0: red overalls that he wore—they look like I'm Santa's. Even, Santa's, uh, it was, uh, like Santa wears red you know overalls. Jesse, don't go negative on those overalls; they're pretty cool. I was just
3: gonna say, I'm not sure. I'm just being—I'm just being honest here. Okay. Yeah. No, I, they were distracting, and I don't know if he pulled the off. <laughs> like I don't know what he was trying. Like. <laughs> I, I get it. it's it's it's
1: like his own thing you know but but red overalls like Jesse, he's been rocking the the tan overalls to various uh, high end, you know, fancy events, and this yeah, was and a Christmas that, because special. That sort of has like the Carhartt look, yeah. You know that
3: that that it's high you know, fashion, the,
1: man. You can't even you can't even comprehend. You wouldn't understand, yeah. And then, <laughs>
3: but he, okay, okay here is my thing with the red overalls. They look like what you wear if you go like crabbing or something. Like I've
4: never been crabbing, <laughs> so were, or, but it looks <laughs> like when I see
3: those dudes, so you, like in the cranberry in like the <laughs> apple commercial, yeah, yeah. They where they're like, out on the ball. <laughs> They're getting nets of cranberries because evidently that's how cranberries go. Those look like the overalls. Okay,
1: those those men are wearing uh, black waders, which is what <laughs> fly fishermen and other people who work and uh, do recreation around water would wear. I'm
3: not Hey, listen, I like Chance. I'm just saying it was some, it something about the texture of those. They had like almost like a rubbery look. It looked like he was go, going to go wade into the cranberry ball. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like as a culture critic... That's something that I'm
0: allowed to do feel Cameron. Do you just kind of get a sense that Jesse's just a little jealous. I I mean, it's almost like he didn't
1: even know what the hills was. It's (laughs) like how out of touch is this show? My goodness. It was like one of my favorite shows. Uh, In case you missed it this week, Mew math. Collaborated with 21 Pilots for a live reimagining of five songs. They aired the live in studio performance this week on Facebook. Uh, the entire Mute Math sessions are available for download uh, for free on 21pilots.com. Here's a clip of what they did.
0: Every single one of those guys is wearing overalls.
4: It's amazing.
1: <laughs> it puts Did, you in the Christmas spirit, you know?
0: Yeah. Those overalls. Yeah. yeah. I'm into Christmas.
1: Yeah. And like
3: I said, if you need to, for some reason, <laughs> uh, at any point, wade
0: into up to waist deep water, yeah. then you're fine. Yeah. I'm just gonna say Chance the Chance the waiter.
1: He's ready he's, to go. He's dude. That should be a line, a new clothing line at Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, Chance the waiter.
3: <laughs> oh, he yeah, has got, the Kit Kat wrappers. <laughs>
1: chance the Rappers, <laughs> Yeah. And then
3: now he can have reaching chance a whole, the whole new waiters. demographic.
4: Whole
1: yeah. 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 yeah.
3: So you're suggesting like a Chance line of, of fly fishing waiters that yeah. is exclusively for Bass Pro Shop. I think it works. I think it fits. Yeah. It, yeah. The, sometimes the marketing just does him, itself. You can
1: wear them from fly fishing. You can also wear them to the Grammys. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Or or your rap performance. <laughs> the, yeah personal yeah yeah hey in case you missed it LaCrae wrote the new theme for espn sports center coast to coast
0: yeah that's pretty cool the
1: new show opener uh debuted this week here's here's a clip we're
6: going coast to the coast we
5: to the coast to the coast tv time no way. Yeah. Break it down. Top five. Get your mind right. Who's staying? Who on the sidelines? Alabama over to Atlanta. Louisiana to the Mid Old state of Texas up to Philly. Came from Cali to the Windy City. New York down to MIA. Where your game been is MIA. Sports Center, coast to coast. It's where you come when you want the most. Every city, every state, time. Get ready. we about to break it down.
0: That's cool. It makes
1: me want to watch some sports. Me watch
4: too. Watch sports,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed about how cool he can make something sound. That I'm like, how can you possibly make this sound cool? Yeah. And yeah. It's awesome. Because, I mean, the only lyrics that
3: you have are sports center coast to coast, and then literally just cities between the coasts. That's <laughs> right. all you have to work
0: with. <laughs> right. Right. You can say, like, football and baseball and hockey and stuff, but it's that's not that cool.
2: Ironically, that was the original verse that they use. Right. Football and (laughs) yeah, he was
0: just, yeah, that was his first one was football, baseball, hockey and stuff and stuff. Golf sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Occasionally we do a little league game when there's nothing else on. I
1: I texted Lecrae after I saw that the first time. I was like, dude, you're doing show openers now. He's like, yeah, I'm actually in the studio right now. Redoing the new theme song for uh, catfish. So
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) Well, did you know it's never actually been Lecrae's number that you have? That's right.
4: I've been (laughs) (laughs) Catfish.
1: some other guy.
0: Just (laughs) ironic.
1: Um, (laughs) Hey, in case you missed it. Uh, This is big news for uh, people who are over 25. Um, A How I Met Your Mother spinoff is happening. How I Met Your Mother that show CBS for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, It's being created by the writers that are doing This Is Us. Interesting. Uh, How I Met Your Father may be happening. Mm, The two creators of the original sitcom are teaming up with two of the writers from NBC's hit drama for a show from a woman's perspective as she recounts the story of meeting her husband. However, even though some the same creative forces are behind the project the series would uh, focus on new characters of course
3: no, so. Eddie you, Eddie you don't sound very excited about I could that. care less first really? of all huh? How I
1: Met Your Mother was a good show didn't really get me and This Is Us is even better I don't love sitcoms
0: This Is Us is too emotionally I think it is too emotionally manipulative
1: I love it manipulative I
0: watched the entire thing last night this is yeah I just feel like I don't want to watch a show that's gonna
1: cry. You didn't cry,
3: Eddie. What, what confuses what confuses me about your comments are <laughs> you don't like This Is Us because it's too dramatic. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to. You don't like sitcoms because you don't like sitcoms, right? And you don't like reality TV for more reasons. No, he's just unaware that... of them happening.
1: So <laughs> yeah, you know yeah.
3: Reality TV, I might like.
0: I like yeah. Shark Tank a lot. I really, so, love, I really So, is
3: your primary TV consumption Shark
0: Tank? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, it is the show (laughs) that I watch. The only show that I would say in the last five years I have definitely never missed is Shark Tank
4: and SNL. I so so your two thousand sixteen
0: <laughs>
1: culture recap
4: of like the best shows no, that I'll came give it to out. you. Go ahead. Give me my was, give me my it, opening. It was,
3: he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna
1: be picking his favorite episodes of Shark Tank. Here, my yeah,
3: it's Shark Tank and then the Shark Tank, that update special they did uh, like twice a year.
0: It's called Beyond the Tank, and yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Cameron uh, What a year for TV. We had Shark Tank. Chandler, we had uh, Beyond uh, we, the
3: we Tank. We need
1: we need an impromptu, we need just a, give a new jingle for Eddie's recap. The best of culture 2016. It's time, it's time
7: for, time for Eddie's, Eddie's the best, Eddie's, the best, the best recap of 2016. of 2016.
0: Number five, The Crown on it on, on Netflix. Wow, just wow. a real good look at the life of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> so this Very interesting yeah, first season. Okay. Number four, okay. Beyond the Tank. The look behind the scenes that won't
2: beat the crowd. <laughs> oh, trust me.
0: Beyond the Tang. A great look Is back. that an
1: online only? Is it a web no, series? No, it's on ABC. Oh, is it? Okay.
0: Number three, <laughs> The Great Light Fight. Only on in December and it takes a look at some of the best lit Christmas trees yeah. Christmas <laughs> kind of houses yeah. in the country.
4: Absolutely. Uh,
1: Chelsea's uh, childhood home, they just lit it year round. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Number yeah. three. Number yeah. 2 rewatching the West Wing. Love uh, that yeah. show. Been watching
0: it all year. And, and number so one, Shark Think. Best five shows of twenty sixteen. Play my jingle. <laughs>
4: How did Honorable
3: the mention not making the man. boss. <laughs> and
0: season three of Coach, which I just found
3: a DVD of in my present
0: closet. Yeah, those are
3: my top five
0: shows. And later on in the show, when we, if we have time, we can do our top five albums. Okay, we'll do that. No That's
1: problem. I appreciate that. Alright, well, that'll do it for In case you missed it. Stay tuned. Up next. Slices. listening to Sleigh Bells. The song is I Can Only Stare. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard War Paint with New Song, which is also their new song. It's like playing words works there. out. Man. It's their new song called New Song. Uh, once again, we're, we're, the songs on today's show are just like last week are some of the best songs of uh, 2016. Yep. Uh, as chosen by everybody on this cast but Eddie. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get into slices, do you want to give us the top five albums? Eddie's 2016 picks for top five albums? Yeah. At number five, still really loving that
0: Simon and Garfunkel collection. Really? Just really <laughs> box set, Time Li- Li- Over Trouble, Bridge oh, Over time, Trouble Ar, time Life Box set. All of that. Number four, obviously, Wow Worship. We keep going with those. Number three. Wait, which, which edition? Any of them. You no. just put it on repeat. Oh, You've you
1: got a whole Wow Worship yeah. playlist. 16 through You're going one through thirty-one. Yeah. And
3: yeah. He has, Eddie has a sixteen disc CD changer that people used to drive around with in the trunk of their I cars heard. in his
0: home yeah. that's just dedicated to Wow, wow, wow worship. worship collection. Uh, number three album of the year, Beats One, when I had Apple Music for like two months. Oh, really love Beats title. One. Yeah. It was a great one. Yeah. Number two, I actually really liked uh, Chance the rapper. I really liked his album a lot. Hey, I
1: can add you to my family plan if you want to still listen to Beats
0: <laughs> One. No, I will buy my
4: yeah, own, Apple I Apple music. You know, you're
7: sweet.
1: I got a few um, spots. Cohen has one. I don't have Cohen anybody else. It's one. just me and him. And uh, number one for this and year. If anybody wants to join the other three spots, I got three open. <laughs> that seems on um, my family plan. Maybe that could be a contest. If anybody. Well, you got one, so now there's two open. Or two spots. I'm yeah. in. Yeah.
0: And I would say number one album of the year. Hmm. I still I'm pretty into listening to, to the Beatles. I really, really? like them a lot. Yeah, yeah, so those are my top five for the year can I can I ask
3: for one more top five countdown from you? and we'll call this we'll call this countdown beyond beyond the tank (laughs) and it is Eddie's top five shark tank acquisitions of the 2016 (laughs) season
4: beyond beyond the tank tank.
0: beyond beyond the tank well I never remember any of the names of them Um, I don't like any of the baby clothing ones so those are all out whenever (laughs) they do baby clothes or baby products what
1: do you have against babies
0: nothing. it just seems like you know that
1: market is tapped, and it seems like the valuations are a little bit too high. Can we be honest? I think the thing that uh, we all are thinking about Chance the Rapper's clothes is it looks like a baby outfit. Mm. It really does, <laughs> so especially like the, like the tan one. The tan one when he wears a yeah. white yeah. long sleeve T-shirt yeah. and the tan overalls and the little cute hat. I have seen a three baby. month olds <laughs> wearing that with booties. In Sorry.
0: order to keep the show moving at a pace, I'm gonna like do this. Like, um, I'm gonna jump in for the rest of the show with my top five Shark Tank acquisitions, starting number five. Okay. Odang Hummus makes a full line of hummus <laughs> products that I have been very impressed with so when we purchased them.
1: Oh, so so you saw it from on TV and then you saw it in a store. We buy a ton of Shark Tank stuff. Is there a special website <laughs> like, like direct, direct <laughs> mail order Shark Tank products? Yeah, there are websites
0: that you can see all the Shark Tank products. No way. Oh yeah. And also we just write them down when we're watching the show. Do you we do v- not. I, I am. You're an active viewer. I am not at all joking with you,
1: Cameron. Uh, wow. This is totally true. We are. We'll be and then on you buy them list. as Christmas presents nine months early. <laughs>
4: yes. Yeah, so <a> lot of <laughs> so basically,
1: are. your shopping is the as seen on TV end cap at Target. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, actually,
0: <laughs> totally.
4: <laughs> if
0: it's
1: as seen on Shark Tank. So,
0: yeah. So that was number five. Oh, dang hummus. We'll be popping back in with number four here in just a few moments. <laughs> we'll be
3: popping back into Beyond Beyond the Tank, periodically. So <laughs> all right. <that's> right. all <laughs> right. Well, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? Okay, so uh, in Iraq this week, there's there's an amusement park there um, in Baghdad, and recently one of the largest Christmas trees in the world was erected there, and that's significant because that's a country that uh, you know is primarily Muslim, and they don't they don't typically celebrate Christmas. So, uh, it, you know, people are kind of wondering what's behind this gigantic Christmas tree. It's eighty five foot tall feet.
0: Yeah, eighty-five
3: feet
4: tall. <laughs> Not if you're from Virginia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so technically,
1: so, so, I was a footer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I gotta tell you, I've been watching a lot of uh, the great, uh, the um, great Christmas tree fight, and <laughs> yeah. that's pretty small for one of their trees. <laughs> oh, really? Eighty-five feet. 85 foot. 85 is, foot. It's yeah. pretty small. But anyhow, <laughs> it's still really cool they did that in Iraq. It seems to be like yeah, an awesome so, place. So, uh,
3: but the, the story is, it was <laughs> actually a Muslim businessman I-o. that decided that he wanted uh, why to, he be to Muslim? build Muslim? Why there? can't he
1: just be a businessman? Yeah, why can't he just be a businessman? Because of the
2: tree.
3: Yeah, be, because okay. he, he didn't, it's not part of his. Uh, it's not part of his, you know, <laughs> religious celebrations. And he actually released a statement. He said that he told the AP that joining our Christian brothers in their holiday celebration. Uh, And helping Iraqis to forget the anguish, especially in Mosul, was the goal of building this huge Christmas tree. And actually, uh, an AP reporter went to go visit this giant Christmas tree in the middle of Baghdad and said there are a lot of people there taking pictures, most of whom are Muslims. And everyone that they talked to thought it was a really cool way to show solidarity with Christian communities there there. Uh, one, one woman who's taking a picture with her kid said, this tree represents love and peace. I wish all Iraqi Christians could return and live normal and peaceful lives. Uh, so that's the story of why a gigantic
1: Christmas tree is now in the middle of Baghdad. I uh, I, I spent, I, I, three years ago I was in December I was in Bethlehem and Bethlehem is in Palestinian territory and is mm-hmm. used to be predominantly mm-hmm. Christian. It was a Christian village. And now is only, I mean, it was, and now it's like 2% Christian. I mean, it's like very small. So it's primarily Arab and, and Muslim. Um, and it, they decorate like, like Western Christmas, that's so around crazy. the streets Just of Bethlehem. Just like it was during the first Christmas. it yeah. <laughs> was so like it was really d- jarring. So we're like <laughs> Like you go through, you know, you're going through the checkpoints, and it's like yeah. very military presence. And then the main street of Bethlehem is, you know, it used to be a bustling like uh, commercial shopping kind of you know road. And because of you know all the well, it conflict. used to be a very little town. Well, it, well, no, it still is a village. And I mean, I know what you're the joke you're making. Yeah, but, it's, a, but, it's an amazing. joke. I'm saying like it was it was uh, it's kind of desolate a lot of boarded up shops and things like that yeah. but the but the town of Bethlehem goes mm-hmm. through just like our own neighborhoods do and on the street lights they'll hang candy canes, big lit up candy that canes so and Christmas weird. trees and Santa heads and like <laughs> yeah. nativities and stuff like that throughout the streets of Bethlehem. Even they can't keep Christ in Christmas. <laughs> no, they didn't. Well, literally <laughs> at the end of the street is like Santa's where Jesus <laughs> was born. So, yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: I, you know. He, so well, here's my question. Yeah. In Bethlehem, do they yeah. have nativity scenes or do they just have signs pointing to the actual nativity? <laughs> it's, it's exactly like, right. Turn right it's over there. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 No, they, they, well, and all the gift shops obviously have nativity scenes. Right. No, it, but it's crazy because it's a very non... Non-Christian, same thing. The the population is, you know, Muslim primarily, and and non-Christian, and yet they put Christmas stuff everywhere. Mm. It was, it's jarring. I mean, it's, it's like what? I didn't know they did this. Yeah, but do they? Pardon me
0: for not knowing this. Do they actually know or think they know about where like Jesus was? Yeah, yeah.
1: The Church of the Nativity is built historically on the... Of course, that's cool. uh, ...the spot where... And you can go down into the shrine down below and see this kind of weird tiny cave-ish thing that, you know, obviously over the centuries has, you know, big garish church things have been kind of historically added on to it. But, I mean, you see this actual uh cave that you know oral tradition in the first early centuries you know cool. they they feel very confident that this is i love that stuff where where it was isn't that cool where, where they don't feel as confident or there's more conflicts is the crucifixion mm-hmm. and the tomb there's like a couple yeah. of spots yeah. there's the archaeological spot there's the historical spot right. you know that kind of thing but uh t- church nativity they they feel pretty confident wow oh. yeah and you can cool. see the hills. I was staying one night when we stayed there. I stayed with a Palestinian family, Palestinian Christians. Mm-hmm. And um, me and uh, Darren Whitehead, a pastor now at Church of the City in Nashville. Yes. Oh, uh, he and I were rooming with this this family, which was great because I hate chit chat. I hate small talk, and he's very talkative. <laughs> I'm so yeah. I, do,
0: I do two hours of chit chat a week right now. Yeah, done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was very
1: uncomfortable with the premise of having to stay with strangers.
4: Mm. But oh, we I get were that.
1: in the part of outside of Bethlehem that the family told us this is the fields where the shepherds were oh like my and you gosh. can see like up the hill over there where the where the manger would have been and the church of nativity is now and the star would wow. have been. The, this is literally what the the fields were and i was like well how do you know and they're like well our family has lived on this land for 1200 years and that's how it works i mean like your family your identity, your family identity is your land, which is why the land conflict over there is so, Uh, Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so tense. Um, but anyway, they literally are like our family were shepherds and I was like, well, how'd y'all become Christians? You know, you're not many of you anymore. And they go, well, early disciples came through and, my one of my ancestors converted and became a Christian and da, da, da. I'm mean, literally their family has been Christian for 2000 years. Wow. Yeah.
2: I thought for sure you were going to say that one of their relatives was a wise man or a shepherd <laughs> yeah, she or they were from the East. <laughs> <Chelsea>? <laughs> so
3: well, how did you guys get plugged into the story of Jesus? Oh, my great grandfather. He was actually there. He was, yeah, uh, he, he was out in the, the fields and, yeah, watching yeah, related, over
2: his flock so. of sheep at night. That's so there cool. you go. Oh.
1: Muslims and Christmas. Wow.
0: Number oh. four. <laughs> actually, number four was slam ball. Uh, was slam, slam, landed, ball. Slam, not slam ball. Slam ball. It's just it's like a game that you you play like uh, youth groups, but it's sort of like there's a trampoline in the between everybody. And what's you the Shark
1: f- Tank element here? You got to buy the trampoline. I feel yeah, like you
0: can go to Costco the-
1: and get a trampoline on my own. No, but
3: it's not
0: like
1: that tight a trampoline. It's mm-hmm. like a trampoline. You like
0: throw this ball. It's, it's a slam then... ball. It's
1: a slam ball trampoline.
3: Yeah, it's, that, it's like a custom. That basically, slam is, tram- that
0: basically is all you need to know. It's wait, a slam, wait, ball is trampoline. It the slam
1: ball thing where like they had on like late night, like independent channels where like they had a league of slam ball and it was like basketball with trampoline floors. No, that looked awesome. Yeah, no, this
0: is We're totally can, different. Like, tackle people. And this mid-air. is like you could just have it in a little bag and bring it to the beach. And then everybody stands around this like trampoline. and You throw the ball down at it. So anyway, that's number four slam ball. I want to continue go. on, but we got three left to do. And wait, you guys here number three three <laughs> beyond beyond the tank number three
1: is a news <laughs> what do you have chelsea uh
2: every year the online platform reddit allows their users to partake in a community not a
1: website what is anybody People who go to the website what? call themselves redditors what would so, you even I mean, you've got a whole thing more than just a website totally
2: right. the community is huge and they do a community-wide secret santa every year and users are assigned to each other they get each other gifts based on their reddit interactions yeah And the online program drew more than 60,000 participants this year. And one of them got a extremely thoughtful haul of gifts from a small Reddit user by the name of Bill Gates.
0: The what? Bill Gates or just another guy? The
2: Bill Gates, William the Gates. The LaCroix or the guy I've been
1: texting. Yeah.
2: The Catfish Bill Gates.
1: Dave LaCroix.
2: Um, he, uh, he's a-
1: apparently working on the new theme song for Catfish. Oh.
0: Doing, actually, Ironic. he's doing a great job.
2: Great job.
1: He's yeah, good. Cuts. I'm going
3: to be honest. It's a weird song yeah. and I was offended by the lyrics. But hey, you know, I mean, that's what he texted so us. Uh, no uh, money. No money, no um, <laughs> It sounded like he was just screaming at the phone. <laughs> I, I am 80% sure it's time. he did ask he did ask
1: for my credit card number which I,
2: you know, I gave him and that's what I do that's in these situations I mean.
1: I thought he was going to Venmo me sometime. I don't know, you know.
2: <laughs> Microsoft founder Bill Gates uh, got this one woman she signed up for the program last year and her secret Santa forgot about her Oh. So he went above and beyond this year. He got this woman an Xbox, Xbox controllers, an old school Nintendo, and he even got her, she's a big Zelda fan, Zelda slippers for her and matching ones for her dog. And um, yeah, great guy. No, you
3: know, did you know the best part of he, this gift was? Yeah, he mm.
2: photoshopped himself in her profile picture, like her Facebook profile picture with him and her. We're all wearing Santa hats, and her little dog, and, and red he overalls, signed it. Yeah, really, that's cute. He gave her yeah, a personal he, note.
1: He
3: actually took a picture with him, like with the gift, about to send it, smiling, and you know to prove that it was actually the Bill Gates. But the 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 thoughtfulness that he went to to find a picture online of this woman and her husband mm-hmm. and Photoshop him into it.
2: Little Santa hats.
3: It, yeah, I mean. I think Bill Gates just really, really likes Secret Santa exchange. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for the 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 story that we haven't heard is who got Bill Gates. Right. Wow. And and who's like, OK, you I'm going really to get I'm going to get my guy something that, you know, he definitely doesn't have something really generous. You're like, are you freaking kidding me? I got Bill Gates. Like what? what do you, where do you even start
0: with him? Yeah, right. Because he, he's no matter what, he's going to open it, even if it's even if he opens it and it is a huge, beautiful, one of a kind yacht. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I have, I have thanks. six. Yeah, thanks. yeah. What do you give Five Bill 85 Gates? $85 billion. Dollars. Yeah, you got to okay.
1: get Bill Gates something off like Shark Tank, something he had never even heard of before. Right. Some sort of <laughs> slam ball thing or, or maybe like the third best thing that appeared on like Shark Tank this Number
0: year. Number three, Corduroy. A Corduroy uh, f- from season five, I think. Corduroy has already been invented. Corduroy, but they invested in it and brought it huge. It's from Gainesville, Florida. Corduroy, it's like this huge beanbag chair, but then you open it up and it's got a, bowl, a bed that folds out of it. So comfortable. <laughs> They're so comfortable. Sit down and reading. You could sit in a Corduroy chair, literally for hours fall asleep wake up read a book they always stay cool corduroy number three wait,
1: wait i'm still not yeah, it's i'm minute. not following you, you, you yeah you, you're, you're just to describing too. just a, a, ch- a corduroy chair that's right yeah
0: <laughs> big, but that doesn't it's seem, like, that doesn't like a, seem you've seen like bean, when i think of
3: shark tank i'm thinking of like things that no one's thought of before no no pretty,
0: so like, you've seen a beanbag chair right yeah but this one's huge this one is it's 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 the size of a piano let's say right (laughs) so it's really really big so when you sit on it it just even for a man of my stature you're very comfortable in it but then you can unzip it and unfold it and it turns into a twin bed and the twin bed is very very comfortable as well or you can get a king size either way it was number three and they invented it Bill
3: Gates would would get that and be like you know I'm done with No, (laughs) he's like I (laughs) got someone an xbox and I photoshopped my picture and
0: they're giving me a corduroy chair well stay (laughs) tuned number two is coming up I'm just going to give you a clue
2: Eddie if you're a guest at your house do you get the luxury of sleeping on a corduroy
0: i would love to i would love to <laughs> they're a little pricey but i would love to but number two you're going to get a chance to know about this this year at my house if you come over <laughs> all right what do you have any i like more shark tank stuff but we can continue on if you want okay so listen um we have talked about religious liberty ad nauseum on this show <laughs> have we i don't know that we have uh but Philon Moonsong is the actual name of a person, and he has been wearing goat horns since 2009, <laughs> which I guess could be the beginning and end of the slice. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's sort of the story yeah, there, fil- but so there's actually more. Yeah. Phelan, Phelan Moonsong has been wearing goat horns since 2009, and recently he had to go to, can you take a guess where he may have ha- had to go to where he may have been requested to take the goat horns off?
1: The Grammys? The White House.
0: DMV, Uh, DMV, (laughs) the DMV. He goes to the DMV to get a new license picture and and refuses to take the horns off.
3: Well, because
0: because he he is an ordained pagan priest,
1: right? You really are a real. (laughs) (laughs) But other priests and religious clerics would go get their DMV photo taken, and maybe while they're in cleric mode, have to wear the big hats. But they understand as a citizen for their license, they need to remove said hat. But they don't. There's but the play. pagans don't want to play by those rules. Well,
2: some would. Someone who had to wear some kind of headdress have to take off their.
1: You mean like, uh, like. Uh like a modesty thing, like some of the religions where the women have to. Yeah. I'm thinking cover. more of
2: people who have to wear like turbans or head. Or those like types um, of yeah. head what yeah. about yeah.
1: that? what about the women like that sect of that serious, Muslim where they the women can only see through the yeah. little hole. If they're that serious,
3: like, so they can't drive anyway. Oh so, right,
1: right, right. Good, yeah, call. Yeah. Good call. Good call. All right, yeah. that's
3: right. Well, yeah, because
0: oh. I think the main thing, I think
4: yeah. the main yeah. thing, <laughs>
3: thing is like
0: coming in with his first and most <laughs> impressive right. contribution hold on, hold on, of 2016. Coming in strong at the end. Really? He's like tortoise in the hair. Haven't said a thing in a year. All of a sudden, there's that. So
1: wait, I have a question though. So they don't drive, so only a driver's license but to fly or for other identification purposes, uh, even shopping, they would need to have an ID so they would have to have a photo.
0: I'm just saying there is a lot of religious attire that gets worn on a day. -day. I have many friends who are priests, both Episcopal and Catholic. They're always wearing their little special shirts with their white things. What about
2: a Sikh? If he has his head, you know what I mean? The examples
0: never end, including (laughs) this man. Lean. I'm going to have to read that every time. Quote, (laughs) as a practicing pagan minister and priest of Pan, I've come to feel very attached to the horns and they've become a part of me and my spirituality. Priest of Pan? They are a part, yeah, they are a part of my religious attire. So, DMV DMV told him that he had to take it off. He said, no, they're a part of my religious attire." And uh, l- days later, he is talking to the ACLU who is talking to the DMV. Uh, he is, of course, not the first person to fight for this. But uh, it is raising an interesting question. Should he be allowed to wear this in his driver's license picture? Should he? I mean... I think so. I mean, right.
1: I think a driver's license photo, as long as it's not obscuring your looks, and you can be visually identified sure. by an officer or something, right? Based on the photo, which is the point of the photo, right? If it's just horns on the top of your head, who cares? Yeah. Right. Well, well. If it was horns covering his face, him,
3: for, him, for him, obviously, he holds beliefs that aren't, you know, very widespread. I mean, there's not a lot of people running around with, you know, goat horns taped to their head, but you know what happens when someone makes a mo- like there was a woman in california who said her religion was she was a pastafarian that's, that's what, what i'm what looking she up claimed right she was.
1: yeah yeah a
3: yeah, she said she was a pastafarian and wore a spaghetti strainer on her head yeah. and was allowed to take a driver's license photos with, a, pasche- with a, a spaghetti strainer a pis- on oh. her head. Yeah.
4: You
1: said Paschetti.
0: I stopped, I stopped I myself. I knew the wrath was coming. Pasketti. Wow. Like, paschetti. When, I Jesse.
1: No, you know the moment. How old were you when you stopped saying Paschetti well, and started saying spaghetti? Late 30s, apparently. No.
4: Today <laughs> is the day.
1: No, 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 because it was in there, but he corrected. When did you stop? when did you start correcting even though the initial <laughs> urges to say Pasquetti, were you 17 I, or, or I, older? I, I when you
3: know more innocent times left me my childhood ended the day I stopped saying uh when I started pronouncing spaghetti right, like it was, is it was a whole new thing. Like I felt like adult responsibilities, mm. the inno- innocence of childhood was just gone. The moment you start pronouncing spaghetti right, y- you're you're no longer a kid. You you are now. You can be criminally charged as an adult. That's how they measure it now.
0: Uh, feline said uh, <laughs> he ended up sending a pamphlet to the DMV titled "Pagan Religions: A Handbook for Diversity Training." The oh. DMV and the ACLU apparently chatted, and his ID came in the mail, and uh, there's a picture of it. And it is a man that looks exactly like you think he'd look with <laughs> horns on. You
4: <Yeah. laughs>
0: got it. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. What was his was last Christmas, name? Like. It's the Christmas episode, <laughs> and you brought a pagan.
4: Christmas story. <laughs> it's
2: Feline Moon Song. Moon Song. Moon. Moon what, Moon Song.
1: What, what what do they celebrate this time of year? The solstice, solstice? or something? Yeah, they do the pagan winter solstice, yeah. which is the origin of of Chelsea's pagan Christmas trees, <laughs> and and so many of our Christmas traditions are from the pagans. Happy we really owe it anybody. to
3: him. I mean. Technically, you know, if we were to be celebrating the season right, we'd all be running around with goat horns on. Maybe he's just ahead of the curve. You know? yeah, you know.
4: All
1: right, well, on that holiday spirit note, <laughs> that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned up next. Trip Lee joins us.
5: <laughs> I am so, I am so. Yeah. The shame, the shame, why we, still running, man? Long, we still I get it like underlay, underlay. No, no, we cannot be quiet. I get a click back, but we not it. Why kill sitting on the side? Shy? But you know your boy known to start a riot. Been a minute since we did it, baby, here we go Tell her real how it is while well, we live low For the crew, nothing new, mission isn't old. In your hood out in Texas, where we well, ride slow Ride slow I'm Dallas at the Classic, riding classic, tall T's To my knees in the team on that 116, 10. you know how I go And I'm still working while you still lurking And I'm still lit, so you can't burn me Man, I'm so determined, yeah, you can't deter me Still here until they close the curtain
1: you're listening to our next guest, Trip Lee. The song is Still Unashamed. If you're a fan of Trip Lee's uh, 2014 album uh, called Rise, which came out on Reach Records, it's a great album. Uh, well, like, where's he been for the last couple of years, right? Well, the guy's been a little busy. Cut him some slack. He's a pastor now uh, in Atlanta. He's, he's, he's doing some church stuff during the week. He can't mm-hmm. be making albums all the time for you people. <laughs> Leave him alone. Uh, but had last a little, week, had a little George Costanza in your head. Right? Right? He can't be making
0: albums. <laughs> 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 but last week,
1: he finally released uh, the waiting room, which is where we've all been sitting, waiting for his next album, uh, where he explores big ideas like racial injustice, the trappings of wealth, prayer, and faith. Um, we recently talked with Trip Lee about the new record, his approach to songwriting, and the social issues addressed throughout his music. Does he talk about beekeeping at all? Um, no, I've listened to it a few times. I haven't heard anything about Because that's beekeeping. product number
0: two of Beyond Beyond the Tank. It's <laughs> called Bee Thinking. It is a full line of beekeeping uh, beekeeping tools from bee houses to the special outfits that you wear. I'm really going to get into this. Why, that would, cost?
1: why would they fund something that's so niche? Yeah.
0: It, it, or something that already exists. Like,
3: it's, it's, it's like if, beekeeping again, exists may, because those things exist. Have I been those watching a different exist? show than you, Eddie? Because like, the, the Shark Tank I watch, no one comes in and says, yeah, I'm pitching to you guys beekeeping. So, no, that people no, have been doing no. for like 200 years or a corduroy chairs it's a know?
0: mainstream beekeeping supply company which doesn't exist if you want to keep bees it's kind of hard <laughs> to figure out how to get into it not anymore now you just buy the kit for beekeeping a you can have sustainable kit. uh beekeeping at your home which i will in 2017 one of my resolutions bees and chickens this year really yeah but what if the bees sting all the chickens? Not going to happen. Don't worry about that.
4: I, yeah, Jesse was going to
0: say that doesn't seem like. I don't think I would keep livestock near a beehive. That seems like a terrible idea. I can't. I don't understand how it all works. But I'm going to give those bees a stern talking to and tell them what to do and what
4: not to do. And I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> They'll Anyhow, be fine.
0: Uh, no, but it, but it is. But it, seriously, it is
3: a
1: buzzy new new album.
4: Uh, <laughs> get a lot. Sounds get, a lot, of, this get a, yeah, lot of a lot of
1: buzz. Speaking of speaking of buzz. Tripley's new album, The Waiting Room. Go check it out. Yeah, pretty (laughs) soon. Here's part of our conversation with Tripley.
7: It's been a couple years since we've heard from you in terms of um, new music. What, uh, what's been going on, uh, for you in that time you've been writing the whole time or did you take some time away or what, what's the backstory?
5: Yeah, uh, actually a lot of it going on. Um, so <clears throat> Rise came out in October 2014, and, um, soon after that, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. So I, I had been in DC for about four years, and that album came out. And then my book came out January of, um, 2015, and that's right around the same time I moved to Atlanta. Um, and so I moved to Atlanta to help plant a new church. I'm one of the pastors at a new church in Atlanta called Cornerstone. Uh, and so the last two years have been me, um, yeah, helping to plant this new church uh, while at the same time working on music and, and books and the other stuff I do. So it, it's been a, it's been a crazy couple of years for me.
7: The world has changed significantly in the past two years. I mean, 2014 was a relatively uh, tumultuous year, um, and then 2015. Uh, built on it in 2016 has has kind of reached all new lows or highs or i guess whatever you want to talk about it um yeah. so socially we're, we're in a particular moment um how much of that went into this new project? I mean, all, everything going on, you know, and I guess you could take your pick. There has been a clash of insiders and outsiders when it comes to yeah. uh, immigration and nationalism, both in the United States, certainly in, um, certainly in England. Uh, we saw it earlier this week in Italy. There have been um, the whole Black Lives Matter protests, and then turn movement have gone on uh, since since all that went down. There have been uh, economic highs and lows. I mean, just kind of kind of crazy. Um, how, how much of that influenced your project, and, and and what role does that play?
5: Well, it definitely influences the project because you know I wanted the project to feel very kind of um, real and honest about how tough life is, and this is a, a season where I think. Um, yeah you know, the kind of difficulties of life in this broken world are kinda of in all our faces. you know when things seem to be going great, we can be under the illusion that that uh that, yeah maybe this is really our home and everything's great uh but when stuff is a little chaotic it makes it a little more um yeah, apparent how, how broken our world is on a few songs um you know i'll make uh so i have a song called i don't know where it's one of those songs just kind of complaining to god about the difficulties of this life and do you really hear my prayers and on the second verse um yeah it's it's my kind of crying out to God about a lot of the the issues we've seen around race race in the states in the last couple of years. Um, just kind of the the constant feeling as if my blackness is a problem for people, and it makes people uncomfortable. And you know, it's a it's something to to debate, uh, not something to be celebrated. Um, and and that song is is one where I'm really like, Lord, I cannot bear to watch another man killed on video. You know, are, are you really with us? Are you are you watching us? And there's another song, Lord, have mercy, where I deal with some of the same stuff. Just again, you know, the Lord made me made me a black man, and I'm created in God's image to reflect who he is so blackness must be at least one expression of the image of god and it's to be celebrated in love but it seems to be a problem uh in the country where i live it seems to make people uncomfortable and it seems to uh, to be a problem to solve rather than to be rather than an expression to be celebrated and so um yeah I, d- I deal with those topics a little bit on this record too and i think it fits well within the scope of the whole thing just lament about the difficulties of his life I think get you, made the schism. Free up your mind and them. Cause in the way you were riding, don't look to the side and break your stride. Cause distraction in this race won't fly. Let's ride.
7: So we've talked a little bit about change Over the past couple of years uh, Culminating in the album uh, Some other things have changed too And most of them have been welcome And that is that sonically there's been some changes Music is shifting Genres notably, mm-hmm. particularly this year Are blurring um, yeah. what, what do you think is, is different about this project Than your previous album From a musical perspective What, what were you interested in exploring That maybe, maybe two years ago you weren't Or, or, or didn't get an opportunity to
5: Yeah, um, I always do want to give people a different sound. You know, I don't want to keep giving people the same record. Um, You know, I've been... um, You know, this is my sixth project. My first one came out 10 years ago. Um, So people can get bored if you keep giving them the same record. So I always want to switch it up. Um, Sound-wise... yeah, I, uh, la- last record, I worked with Gavi on all of them. This time I worked with Gavi on a few producer-wise, worked with a few different guys with production. And in terms of the, the content, you know, this one I think feels more real and raw. Not that Rise didn't, but you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot more lament on this record, which, um, which I love to do. And I think there needs to be more of. I think it's a shame if, um, Christians only write music that seems happy, that sounds like a Lego song, like everything mm-hmm. is awesome. I mean, that's just, that's not the world. That anybody actually lives in. And I don't want people to hear my music and think I live in some parallel. Universe—it's a paradise, and nothing ever goes wrong because no one really lives in that world. And the songs that people will talk to me about the most that have impacted them are the ones that are super honest and real about brokenness and difficulties and issues, because that's the world that we all live in. And so, uh, and that's you know, that's the model we see so often in the Bible too, with the Psalms. I mean, that some of them feels downright depressing because it's this is openness and honesty and realness about the difficulty of life, but hoping in God in the midst of it. And so that that's one of the common themes about this record, I think, in a unique way. Uh, and, and I hope it's able to connect with folks, because, you know, I got a song called Sweet Victory on Rise, and that's the one, you know, talking about my health and difficult stuff. And um, that's the one that I hear the most feedback on, from people saying, you know, I, you know, I have cancer. I listened to it during chemo. I had MS It helped me get through it. I was suicidal. This song saved my life, that type of stuff from those kinds of songs. And so I incorporated a lot of those on this record.
7: When you're working on an album, like you say you've got mine One's coming up you just released one that you obviously worked on what what what's kind of your process look like I mean I assume your time goes heavily to the church and and kind of like your, your day yeah. job there uh, are are you able yeah. to get time to create or is it like a constant thing that you're doing you know when you're I don't you know you have these visions of poets who like carry you know notebooks with them everywhere they go and they're scribbling stuff down <laughs> or, or what's the triply process
5: yeah, yeah. um and it's ever evolving, uh, because I'm still, uh, I'm still figuring out the balance thing. You know, I'm still figuring out, uh, how to do it all. Um, and I think, you know, this next album I work on, I'll probably tweak some things in terms of my process. But, um, but yeah, I'm trying to, like, set out chunks of time where I'm giving most of my time to, to music. Cause what I'm, I can't just, uh, yeah, I have to have some moments where I really zone out and I'm just thinking about music um, because that kind of uninterrupted rhythm, that's what helps me to get, get in my zone. You know, it's almost... Yeah, it's almost like a like a basketball player who if he doesn't get enough minutes, he's not going to be at his best because he yeah. has to kind of get in the rhythm. He has to, you know, learn how the defense was playing him that day, all of that stuff. It's the same thing for me where if I just, you know, one week, one day a week, I'm never thinking about music the other days and I just kind of go in one day a week. I think my, my lyrics are not going to be as kind of are not gonna be as good they're not gonna be there won't be as much insight there won't be as much meditation the punchlines won't be as good I just I won't be at my best and so I, I have to carve out times and so that's what I did with this project there were like a, sections of blocks of weeks where I was kind of all in on music and, and just kind of slowly chipped away at it like that and and I'll be thinking about the best way to do it moving forward too but it's something I'm always kind of trying to figure out but it's hard to balance because yeah. Um, yeah. you know I, I don't want to be gone so much and disconnected from, from the church and where we're I'm not walking with people and loving people. I don't want to just show up on Sunday.
1: That was Triple E. Make sure to go check out his new album, The Waiting Room. It's out now. Get a lot of buzz. to Young the Giant. The song I is Something to Believe In. Aaron's favorite song of 2016. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's Christmas weekend. And so we thought, you know, we are all ODN on the Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And so Jesse and Chelsea have come up with a very special game where one of our listeners is going to battle Eddie. It's time <laughs> for a very special Christmas special special. A very
4: special Christmas special special.
1: Okay, uh, Jesse, tell us the premise of... Of this game, a very special Christmas special, special.
3: Yeah. So, one of the best things about Christmas time, uh, along with the inflatables, along with all of de- the decorations and the giving, is and, is and the, the gift of weird TV Christmas specials <laughs> and and special episodes of our favorite shows that have Christmas themes to them. So, uh, t- which I've been binging all week. So, I- I'm very prep for this, and hopefully, you guys have too. Uh, so, the premise of the game is each one of you will get a question that has to do with a TV. Uh, Christmas episode or a TV Christmas special, and you'll have multiple choice uh, answers to select from. We'll either tell you if you got the right answer, or we'll actually hear some clips from some of our ta- favorite TV specials in a very special Christmas special special.
1: So, it, uh, so it's between Eddie and one of our listeners who we randomly selected from Twitter. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Larissa Spare. Hi. Uh, hi, Larissa. Uh, where where are you joining us from today?
6: I am in Kansas City. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. Tropical tropics.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's really nice here today. It, it was freezing like below freezing in the beginning of the week. And now it's like 45 degrees.
4: That's, I mean, the Midwest, swimsuit, so. that's
1: basically swimsuit weather.
0: Now, Larissa, I can see you on Skype. Can you see us? Well, that makes yeah. it not weird. Good. Can you okay. see
6: my antler ears? <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I do. Um,
1: she She's uh, at work right now um, and wearing antlers on her head, much like uh, the pagan priest that we just
3: uh, <laughs> heard
4: about. <laughs> do, do, you wear, know, do
1: you wear antlers in your driver's license photo?
6: Um no, I okay. don't. Okay. It's, all over. it's all all over just the a one time of year. Larissa, where are
0: you at right now? You're at work. It seems you've got some sort of industrial um, lighting yeah. behind you.
6: I am in my office. I'm uh, working a middle school. Oh. i Yeah, so I'm an <laughs> instructional coach. What's so that mean? I don't have students, but I'm in office. Do you yeah. instruct the coaches? Two, yeah,
0: two things. One, that's a super redundant title.
6: <laughs> yeah, that actually
0: is. Yeah, it's like a pastor she, teacher. She's a coaching coach.
3: <laughs> yeah. What? 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 What does? What does the instructional coach do on a day to day?
6: Um, I, inst- or I coach teachers and help them on instructional things. So I often like I'll coach and mentor new teachers, um, help with curriculum development. Um, you know, I, today I ran a game about making a snowman out of toilet paper. So sometimes I do, do you have that. a sign in your office
0: that says Larissa explains it all.
6: Oh, <laughs> that show you know, but you don't know. The oh, OC,
0: twenty sixteen. I think I should just take off my headphones and walk away.
6: I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. Larissa, that no.
0: is hurtful. I feel like you're a brand mocking, new. One. I feel like you're mocking me, Larissa. Time to destroy you in this game. <laughs> That's
6: do you watch? <laughs>
0: Larissa, do you watch a lot of Christmas specials or Shark
3: Tank?
6: Um, I do. Or Shark Tank. <laughs> um i do watch i mean i i watch a couple of things i don't know not like
3: the what 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 is your all-time favorite christmas movie or tv special just just so we can gauge you know your your your, your level of christmas special interest here um
6: mm-hmm. i have question. seen um a lot of elf um i can quote that pretty well um that's oh. a, a annual uh yeah, thing one. i don't know um I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Christmas specials this year. I did watch the, the Pentatonix one last last weekend. Love
0: them.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: Eddie has match. match.
1: They are yeah. so good, Larissa. <laughs> wow, they're, they're a little too soothing for me. It's, it's because a, you're
3: it's afraid so, to be. I need, I need some. I need some edge. I need it's some edge to my It's like <laughs> it's like a back rub.
1: It's like no. I don't want this right now. It's I can't full. It's too much. It's can, can I incredible. tell you what the Pentatonics team needs, and then we'll jump into this game? Is
3: they need a wild card in the crew, like <laughs> right. someone it's who's just slick. gonna yell right. something yeah. out or slick. go mm. like mm. R- uh, like a, a note that's inappropriately high yeah, at perfect. any moment. Hold Ronnie. No. Ronnie doesn't
1: even know. <laughs> how or
2: they it need works. like a hype man.
1: Yeah, a hype man. I yeah. like that. Or like a Mark Lowry <laughs> who could who could jump off and do some comedy bits in between like the banter. Also, maybe a utility player. Also,
0: and I'm just quoting Larissa here they should not have done hallelujah that song is so overdone we're yeah. totally tired of it come on pentatonic yeah. seriously I don't know
6: if there was, it's like a really christmas song though no, like
0: exactly
6: I don't I felt like when you listen to the lyrics, it's not really a Christmas song. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I struggled with that a little bit. Thank
1: you, Let's get the show or on the road. Uh Jesse, you are the MC for this game. I'm playing the clips. Uh Chelsea is keeping score. Do you know who Jesse is, Larissa? He's on the podcast.
6: Um, I don't know who any of you are, but um Great. actually <laughs> I she literally was this was just like Did kind of a Russian
1: I, roulette thing on Skype. She was just like dialing random right. numbers.
6: This is This
2: <laughs> is
1: a serious question, Larissa. Did
3: Chelsea catfish you to get on yeah. here did you know who you were calling this is be- i told
2: her i was lecrae and everything would be fine so um, yeah.
3: all right eddie uh, on 30 rock what did jack donaghy's christmas card that he sent to his friends and family say here are your choices oh, I love choices the, yeah, which one of these do you think is most likely to appear appear in a jack donaghy christmas card happy holidays is what terrorists say <laughs> merry christmas human empathy it's as useless as the winter olympics Merry Christmas, you are friends with Jack Donaghy, or Jesus is the reason for the season, hippie. Which one actually appeared in Jack Donaghy's Christmas card?
0: First of all, I'd like to say, Jesse, that part of the brilliance of these games is that any of those are 30 Rock quality, and you wrote three of them. So, well done, right? I mean, that's Well, he can you're...
1: write one line out of 8,000 lines of dialogue in an episode. <laughs> I was trying to affirm our friend here. <laughs> the, the writers of 30 Rock
0: never got back
3: to me that any of these jokes were any good, so I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. Uh, what was the first one again, real quick? Happy Holidays is what terrorists say. Merry Christmas. Yes,
0: I'm going to go with that one. Here is the answer. Uh, what Christmas card do we
4: end up sending out?
6: Oh, uh, <clears throat> happy holidays oh. is what terrorists say. Merry Christmas, oh, Christmas
4: Avery and Jack. There you go. All right. There
3: wow. there go, Lar- Larissa, Eddie is out to an early oh, lead. Already running away with it. Larissa, how, how familiar are you with the Festivus episode of Seinfeld?
6: Mmm. Oh. Seinfeld is not one of those shows I watched.
1: All right, we gotta go. Yeah. uh,
3: uh,
6: Everyone has left
3: the studio. (laughs) Which of the following is not part? I Literally, my
1: jaw dropped when she said that. I I don't understand.
6: (laughs) I mean, ask me to quote Gilmore Girls. I'll 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 do that. It's so fast. How can you quote it? (laughs) I can Clearly, personally, (laughs) she like it's like she starts
1: rapping like Busta Rhymes, just quoting Gilmore Girls. It's like you don't even know what he's saying.
3: Something like that, yeah. Uh, Which of the following is not part of one of the Costanza household's uh uh, festivist celebrations? An aluminum pole, a donation to the human fund, (laughs) an airing of grievances, or feats of strength. Only one of those is not part of festivus. Um
6: I'm gonna guess airing of grievances?
3: Sorry, Louisa. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh man,
6: I need that. The was of
3: grievances is arguably the centerpiece of the
1: festival yeah. celebration. Okay. Well, literally, the the aluminum pole is the centerpiece. Yeah, but
3: <laughs> of the, of the, of the, of the, I should say,
1: yeah, of the of the, evening, the Festivus of the entails the, the aluminum room. pole, the feats of strength, and the mm. airing of grievances. Yeah. On a separate episode, a donation mm. was made. George does that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. by George Costanza mm-hmm. to the Human Fund. Uh, yeah. but that was not
0: part of the festival Larissa please yeah. don't get down on yourself
1: I'm rarely beaten in these
0: games and that was a very hard question yeah. you're doing yeah, that it-
3: was a hard one. and Eddie this one I guarantee you you have zero frame of reference for right. this <laughs> is from a very strange clip that uh, Chelsea found on YouTube of uh, a Good bonkers luck. Johnny Cash special. Uh, that happened in 1979. It was a Christmas special that aired on TV in 1979. Uh, Which one of these crazy segments uh, did not actually happen on a Christmas special that was otherwise extremely reverent? Like most of this special (laughs) was Johnny Cash singing hymns and bringing out people from his church to talk about uh, uh, the Christmas story. That is the entirety of the special, uh, but only one of the following did not happen because for some reason, the producers thought it would a good idea to get Andy Kaufman involved in the Christmas Johnny special.
0: Cash in the 70s was my favorite because he just unabashedly straddled his faith and a massive cocaine addiction. And so it all <laughs> did just, he really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like huge drug addiction. So it all just kind of was fluid in I this weird seeing, space. I remember seeing
1: on tape somehow somewhere uh, the episode where Johnny Cash had his special <laughs> and he had Oral Roberts on it. The televangelist <laughs> sure. Oral Roberts came out. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's like well, what? Yeah. yeah. So there it is. The
0: coke yeah. addiction. So, so this, this is a pretty <laughs>
3: religious Christmas special, yeah.
1: but w- only
3: one of the Following Eddie did not did, happen. Did not evening. happen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so three of these did. Yeah. Andy Kaufman wandered on stage as Santa Claus without wearing any pants for reasons that were never made clear. <laughs> okay. Andy Kaufman did a prolonged joke-free segment dressed as Elvis. Okay. Andy Kaufman sang a strange Christmas song in an indecipherable language. Okay. So he went up there and sang a song that that was just in a language he made up. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Andy Kaufman was forcibly removed after hiding on the on-stage nativity scene. Which one did not happen?
0: I got to say, those are all pretty plausible, but uh, the Elvis one feels a little on the nose to me. I don't think he did the Elvis song. He actually did do the Elvis wow. song. He was wow. not forcibly
3: removed from an nativity scene. Uh, okay, set. good
0: one. All right, so we're at 1-0. 1-0 but she can catch up right Larissa, now. Larissa, you're okay. in a zone. I can tell you're going to get this next one. Good luck. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I feel like this is one that
3: we've all seen on the Office. Michael is so upset that both he is upset that both he and Phyllis cannot be the Office Santa Claus. Mm. What country <laughs> does he claim uh, has similar rules against such things?
0: You watch the Office, Larissa?
6: I do. So you, okay. I okay. do. Okay. 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 <laughs> Your
3: choices are Cuba, Russia, Afghanistan, or China.
6: Uh, I'm gonna go with Afghanistan.
3: Here is the answer. If this were Russia, yeah, sure. Everybody would go to one Santa, and there would be a line around the block. And once you sat on her lap and she asked you what you wanted, you would say probably freedom. <laughs> at which point the KGB would, rush would send you to <laughs> Siberia.
6: No,
0: it's a good
1: thing Russia doesn't exist anymore.
0: <laughs> well this is russia, russia. still and, still yeah. a 1-0 basically yep. none of us know anything this is, what this, I'm is this is
3: anybody's game eddie what special guest joined john gray joel osteen max Lucado, and others for tbn's christmas special this year oh, because of no. bethlehem a special hint he may or may not almost have had his head blown off by samsung galaxy phone this week
0: oh it um, was uh what's his name um the forget you guy. Uh, you, you, your choices are John Legend, CeeLo Green, yeah, yeah,
1: Jack Black, or Jerry Van Dyke. It's CeeLo. I mean, you get you telegraphed it with the with the Samsung. You did. I wouldn't have had it. It wouldn't have had a chance. But CeeLo Green literally gave him an advantage. You
0: need you to gave give him
6: that question. Yeah,
0: you need Larissa. to give Larissa a, a equal hiss and blitzen, blitzen. Settle down. We got a <laughs> game
4: here. <that> everybody, <laughs>
0: everybody knows I'm gonna win, La- Larissa. During the Parks and Rec
3: Christmas episode, the gang surprises Leslie with a special gift. The announcement they they will each volunteer for a role in Leslie's city council campaign team. Mm-hmm. What role does Andy not volunteer oh, for? So he I, volunteered I for several things security, body man, sweets, spy liaison, javelin. <laughs> Only one of those did Andy not volunteer for. Uh,
4: oh,
6: I I, I'm going to go with Javelin, Tom Haverford, image consultant, swagger coach. Ann Perkins, Office Manager and Volunteer Coordinator.
0: Andy Dwyer, Security, Suites, Body Man.
3: Javelin, if need be. I'm sorry, javelin is right up his alley, as we just heard. The correct answer is spy liaison. I don't know if Andy knew what the word liaison. Was. That was flow. <laughs> That's a
0: really hard. Plus, he didn't.
6: Oh man, I am terrible at this game. Well, I thought I would
0: be good. Also, it. Larissa, you are very good at the game, but Jesse's not giving you just complete softball questions with the answer <laughs> embedded in them, like he's giving me. So,
3: time for me to run all away. All with right, it. Eddie. This this one, I, I feel like is you have to have a pretty deep knowledge of of The Office Christmas here. Okay. During an office se- sand- secret Santa exchange, what does Michael get for Dwight? An iPod, random parts to a machine, an oven mitt, or a Lord of
0: the Rings figurine? I think he gets him an iPad. And it wrecks- for the past several weeks, my Secret Santa has been giving me pieces of a machine oh. that I've been attempting to assemble. I'm suspicious of this because I had the exact same idea for catching Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> I would simply send him a different piece. Each day, he would assemble it to find himself in jail.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not even close. Oh, boy.
4: All right. A, this, is,
0: this is a deep Michael cut got a bonus,
1: and he, and he bought him an iPod. He bought an iPod. And is then that true? Was, and then he was mad. Yeah, yeah, wow. well, and, and, oh. and then the secret then then the person who got him like knitted him an oven mitt or something. Oh. He's like, how is yeah. this as good as an iPod? And they're like, oh, it was. It's not you. It's supposed to spend five dollars you know, sort of thing. Larissa yeah. almost should get a point for just knowing that little piece of knowledge,
3: yeah, but she doesn't still
1: to zero.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you can catch back up with this one. Uh, which of the following is not an actual review for 1978's very ill-conceived
0: Star Wars holiday special it is that aired on CBS. Have you seen it? I've seen parts. Yeah, oh, it's clips. amazing. I can't believe they allowed it. It is as bad a thing as there could be. I mean, <laughs>
6: well, th- these are you know. actual I mean, CBS reviews aired that were printed. It
0: I mean, where uh, it's never been aired again. It's unbelievable. Larissa, yeah. have you seen yeah.
6: this? No, I've not. You no.
0: are not alone. Barely few, few people have. I'm, I'm not heard. You, you got to find this. this on YouTube. It had it's like unreal. Chewbacca's family in it, and it was just <laughs> so oh, it's weird. dude. It was so weird. It was like. Q- far with the yeah. Star Wars. <laughs>
4: way too far <laughs> Why? yeah
3: so, so one of these uh, only one of these is not an actual review that was written after the show aired in the late 70s calling it uniquely repulse, uh, a uniquely repulsive failure to the filmmaker's art is an unearned compliment okay Oof. that's one it, okay. nice. it makes us smile but only because we are laughing at the utter horror we laugh to avoid the pain I no longer believe in the power of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so astounding in its lack of anything that could be considered reasonably watchable that it achieves something unintended, a surrealist nightmare vision. Only one of those was not mm-hmm. written about the Star Wars holiday special.
6: That's so um, I feel like the one about um, I uh, like I like laughing so hard that... I can't feel the pain or something. The second one.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. We laugh to avoid the pain. You, f- That's the one w- that you feel like is made I up. For- for I, think, yeah, I think that
6: was made up. For
3: what it's worth, I agree with Larissa. Uh, I'm sorry. The one that uh. I wrote was, I no longer believe in yeah. power. Of yeah. I, <laughs> which I feel like if you've
1: seen it, maybe that would actually happen to you. Yeah. <laughs>
6: I mean, they yeah. all seem legitimate.
1: Yeah. We'll, like Go on a YouTube wormhole of watching this. Like, like look for it. And then um, right after, it's going to recommend R. Kelly's trapped in a closet. Don't do that. No, no. Don't go in that wormhole. Oh, you'll no. lose the whole holiday weekend. Yeah. No, yeah. A, don't want to your, your holiday weekend will get gone. If you're like me,
3: you'll get catfished by someone in the comments. Section. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
3: Stay away from locked in the cage comment section on YouTube. A lot of bad stuff's after me yeah, there. But, uh, good a no, pro no. tip. Uh, instead of a Christmas tree, Eddie, Frank Costanza erects aluminum pole uh, during Festus. Why did he choose aluminum? Because that's what he found in his tool shed. Because in emergencies, it can conduct electricity. Because it's made from recycled Ovaltine cans. Or because of its height to strength to weight ratio. I'm going to go height, strength,
7: weight ratio. It's <laughs> made from <some> aluminum. <laughs> Very high strength to weight ratio. I find your belief system fascinating. <laughs>
4: <There you go. laughs> oh man!
0: Three
7: oh.
2: Oh man! Okay. man well,
0: I... v- Larissa, listen. Don't let this mess up your holiday season. I rarely lose these things. I. Uh, what are you doing? Are you going home for the holidays? Or are you already home? What's happening?
6: I'm. I will head home. I live. My parents live in Western Kansas, so I'm going to drive a long ways on oh. Friday. So were
1: so you the one who like got out of the small town and went to the big city?
6: Yes, I. Yes.
1: You have an older brother?
6: What? Older brother? Do you have an I older have, brother? I uh, have lots of siblings, actually. Oh, so.
0: congratulations. Yeah, small town. Five
6: of them. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> what are you in the birth why, order? Eddie, why did you specifically ask about the older brother? I don't brother? know. I can to usually sense just answer. sense what kind of siblings people have.
6: Hmm. I have it's two like, older brothers, yeah.
0: actually. Yeah, you kind of get a feeling for it after a while. Really? I
6: guess how many? <laughs>
0: oh, you—we can't even guess yours. You have well, got yeah,
1: got to factor in all the fractions. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's <laughs>
0: got she's got one eighth siblings all over the planet.
1: <laughs> if you're
2: listening, I'd love to meet you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> if your dad, if your dad
0: happens to drive an IROC Z and <laughs> and be pretty, pretty into keeping the Christmas tree up all year, yeah. you may be my sibling. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, well th- this is the point in the game where. Each of you at this point will have had five questions. So because, Eddie, right now you have a 3-0 lead, it's it's not possible to catch up. But I say like to ge- we make this an all or nothing I- sudden death question for the I would like here. to do
0: this because, um, I don't know, I just feel pretty confident, but also I'd <laughs> like to go down in a blaze of glory. Either way, that's how I want to win. Okay. Okay. Ready. Well, this this question for is for Larissa. Larissa. No, I understand, but I am saying okay. if she loses, I am just going to just gloat and gloat and gloat.
3: Yeah, this True. is this is winner take <laughs> she all. She had a choice. This is I is... expect
6: nothing less. from her. <laughs> All
4: right,
3: so this this is for the win here. This is this is winner take all. What does Ross dress up as instead of Santa Claus in the Christmas episode of Friends? Seen the dreidel guy, the Christmas kangaroo, the hero of Hanukkah, or the holiday armadillo? You look like the a Friends whole- watcher.
6: Yes, I am. The Harma- Holiday Armadillo. She
0: just won the game. Here is the end. Do you have anything uh, Christmassy? I promised my son, and I really don't want to disappoint
2: him. Um, come on, I, you gotta have something. <laughs> I'm the Holiday
3: Armadillo! Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a friend of <laughs> Santa's and he sent not, not, me not here confused. to wish you
1: a Merry Christmas. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. like, literally like think about the uh, studio we, audience. They're, right. they're sitting there and Ross comes in the door in an armadillo thing and says, I'm the holiday armadillo. They're like, mm. you know, action. I'm the holiday armadillo and they have this guttural gut laugh. It's yeah. so yeah. funny.
3: Yeah. It sounded like people at that point jumped out of their seat. They were. like I, mean, I feel. Where Where are they getting so these people? Third that are of them
4: at are at doubled seats? over. The, the heads, are, heads are exploding. They're, They're wheezing. Them. Yeah. Nosebleeds. That it's was like, the
1: funniest thing they could ever imagine. Oh, he's unnormal. yeah. There's paramedics giving oxygen to people.
3: <laughs> after
0: that, it, it, it makes it literally I makes mean, zero that, sense. If, like, if I'm
1: running this, I have watched some old
0: Friends episodes. And, they don't really. But hold let's not bury the lead here. Larissa has successfully ruined my
1: Christmas by winning the
0: game. Yeah.
4: In a turn of events. <laughs> like, so Larissa,
1: you're going to be like eating Cheetos and watching Trapped in the Closet at yeah. uh, I, I 3 like a.m. I, I know how m- Larissa's, so Larissa? I, I realize
0: how Larissa's teachers must feel.
1: Just yeah. totally. So she she strings them along. <laughs> She's she schooled some you. Things she like she, 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 she you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she brings the hammer down at the end to go, I'm so much better than you. Sorry, I'm a coaching teacher, professor, and you're awful at <laughs> your job. Get back to class. I'm going to
0: my office now. Yeah, I got it.
6: Yeah. Oh, Larissa. That's exactly what I do. That scout at the dream
1: their email thanks for joining us larissa have a uh, very merry christmas
6: thanks it was fun you guys too
1: all right stay Stay tuned up next feedback You're listening to Local Native. The song is Fountain of Youth. Uh, A couple of these songs, uh, these last two actually appeared on our top 50 um, side podcast if you uh, miss that you should catch up we counted down the best top 50 um, m- culture releases this year uh, albums movies TV shows and books go check it out it's, uh, it's in our uh, podcast feed actually right now um, it's fun it was a fun six episode mini podcast go check it out relevant top 50 all right it's for your feedback um, hey, hey Chandler can you send me her information <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: yes I'm pretty upset about that so. <laughs> My my vengeance is like It is on most people with a good old fashioned mm-hmm. Larissa
1: <laughs> Larissa's
3: identity
0: about
1: to meet <laughs> the brother She never knew she had The
3: sweet vengeance of
1: identity uh, theft Okay well uh, it's your, uh, time for your feedback After um, uh, Uh, I assume while we're doing this Jesse will be quiet because he's got some emails to write but um, yeah Yeah, Larissa's (laughs) life is about to change pretty dramatically (laughs) he's gonna be like hey click this awesome Star Wars special video Mm -hmm. hey uh, here's a link to
3: trapped in the closet come discuss it with me in the comments section with some friends don't worry they're nice they're not gonna
4: do
1: anything
3: bad
0: fax me your passport while you're at it (laughs) one of the last four and the first three in the middle two of your social
3: <laughs> <laughs> real quick uh mother's maiden name didn't catch that when you're on the podcast i was just curious uh, yeah you, know, you got a lot of siblings <laughs> does it there. start
0: with a c yeah. or a K? that last name it's kind of hard to know
1: all right uh your feedback last week uh we asked you for the question of the week it was you know th- this is the last live episode of the year uh we wanted to hear from you uh kind of some year-end thoughts uh 2016 I'm not going to recap, um, but everything from all the, the racial tension and, 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 and violence to Orlando to, um, you know, a, a very difficult election season for a lot of people. It, it's been a tough year. And so we thought, let's cleanse the palate a little bit. Uh, let's, let's remember that life isn't always all bad or all good, that there's kind of a little bit of both at the same time. And let's remember some of the good. You guys hit us up um, on Twitter at relevant podcast. And you also posted uh, at the podcast episode page at relevant Some of the, your favorite things that happened this year, some of the best memories of 2016, some of the stuff that made you glad. Here's a few of our favorites. Well,
3: this is a small moment, but it uh, comes from Michael Carey, which that's actually my dad's name. A little trivia for you. No one used that to catfish me. Um, He he says that his 2016 highlight was an epic blanket fort party they hosted where they ate cereal, watched movies and had a blast. He showed a picture and it looks like all his friends are hanging out inside of a genie bottle and it looks like a really great idea. I wish I've thought of that with my friends before.
0: All right, uh, Jordan Belzer. I'm just going to read the whole thing. Um, really? Usually you summarize. Yeah, this doesn't feel summary. You don't,
1: you don't have tolerance for detail, nuance. Yeah,
0: I'm actually almost bored with this. Bullet points. Let's be done. Let's just end the show. (laughs) Jordan said, I work at an orphanage in Manila in the Philippines. I can honestly say that this has been the hardest year for us in terms of finances, the issues that come with helping kids who have experienced trauma, and a myriad of other things that we cannot control. But I can also say that this year we have emerged stronger with a greater greater sense of God's purpose, tangible evidence of his provision, and a deeper trust in his character. We celebrate because 20 children were adopted into permanent families, and we expect 30 more. This year. And then he goes on to share some personal stuff, but that is worth celebrating. That was, that was good perspective. I didn't even summarize it. Jordan, Jamie Finley on Twitter. This is, this is
3: a fantastic tweet. Our three-year-old son, Amos beat cancer in 2016. And similarly, Rachel
0: Peters, I hit cancer free in November, 2016. Awesome. Can you imagine what
1: that's, I mean, that's like crazy. Well done, Blair Allison got engaged and married this year. Cheers to 2016. She says, uh Matt said best thing about twenty sixteen,
3: I stumbled upon a stash of thousands of goggles. No idea where they came from, but I'ma be
0: rich. <laughs> Courtney graduated from Courtney graduated from college. Yay, Courtney. You did it. Kiki. Uh uh our, our old
3: friend uh Kiki. Uh, formerly Kiki. Pounds, but now Gibbs,
0: I believe. Yep. But we uh, go with Pounds still. That's still her podcasting yeah.
3: name. Uh she said that uh uh her little T Rex uh is the best thing that happened to me in
0: 2016 and her life. She had a kid this year, which Did is Did she write that before cool. she redid her kitchen? Because she just redid her kitchen and it looks great. <laughs> I so what you're
3: saying is that the kitchen remodeling may have gone above the, the child and the best thing that happened.
0: K- Kiki actually personally called me and asked me to revise it. The kitchen remodel was the best thing that happened. <laughs> she was butcher block and it came out fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so, number two I mean. caught up on Beyond
1: the Tank. Number
4: three. <laughs>
1: yeah, a kid. Number yeah. three had a kid. And well, the reason why she was able to catch up on Beyond the the tank is because she has to be up late with the, the kids, So she's oh, yeah. Not yeah. she had the kid because it allowed her to get uh, caught up on beyond the tank. Yeah. yeah. nothing. But uh, Roscoe wrote in and said in 2016, he turned the age of our Christ. I, I think our said, Christ <laughs> is Christ 33. Just Christ. He 33. We don't have to.
0: We don't have to. We don't have to. Uh, and discovered <laughs> that we were to
1: expect our next offspring at the beginning of 2017. So Woo-hoo. congrats Roscoe.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Tim said that him and his wife, uh, checked off another box on their adult checklist and became first time home buyers. Uh, they're there. They love the community. They're they're in Sierra Vista, Arizona, uh, where they're going to put down roots. So congrats, congrats on the purchase, Tim. Uh, R- Ryan George, uh, he he had a bunch of stuff, but uh, he, this year he road trip with nine hundred other Mini Cooper owners <laughs> and his baby sister, which I guess that makes 2016 a better year than 2015 when he decided to buy a Mini Cooper.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mini, Cooper right,
0: burn. <laughs> Mini Cooper, all, all nine hundred right. of them were able to fit just in a little tiny block, though little tiny city block. All together, they all pulled into their little tiny restaurant. Way better
1: than two years ago. I thought the mini like a swarm of little car bees or something. You (laughs) know, they just kind of cluster together and go around and and like Mini
3: Coopers. You had
0: a great year. and I felt like I could pick on one. Jesse, I'm going to quote you on this, and you said this, and I hope this doesn't embarrass you. But Mini Coopers are definitely the new uh, PT cruisers.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Why and, would
1: that embarrass Jesse? Does he have a PTSD? Well, I Christmas? just think it's a pretty rude thing
3: of him it's to say. A, yeah. But, um, I mean, I've man. been saving for one up to now. Thanks a lot, Eddie. No, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Like. When i see someone driving like a pt cruiser like i saw one it was a nice day <laughs> this past weekend i saw a dude you know driving with the top down or do they even have tops on the
0: pt cruiser or just a windshield some of them do you can get yeah. them you can get them sliced off and kind of like chopped up oh,
3: yeah. well one the the other problem is i'm pretty sure they it's like the x terros where they only made one color like yellow there's mm. only i only ever saw yellow they only made like the plum purple pt cruiser <laughs> and the guy had one arm out the door just yeah. like you know what i've come to terms with this at this point like i get that people are going to yell things at me when i drive this pt, PT, PT loser. cruiser they're going to they're going <laughs> to throw eggs at me people are going to cut me off in traffic because i own a pt cruiser he's just owning it at this point so hopefully that happens for a mini cooper owner too like friend, at some point they just they they just come P- to the P-T-Cruiser. around like this is what it is my na- i
1: own the pt my 93 cruiser. year old grandmother makes she rest in peace uh, drove a pt <laughs> cruiser for the last 5 years of her life my 76 year old uncle has a mini cooper so I don't and, know what that says about my genealogy. Our mom used to have a PT Cruiser. I drove in high school. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was see I had moved down by then. You drove a PT Cruiser. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Real did they, cool Did they talk to the keys <laughs> there's I, there's
2: in that in that. I
1: forgot about that
0: yeah. Is that on your Tinder profile Sure
1: yeah. <laughs> Are
3: you Are you leaning up Against the old PT Cruiser <laughs> Friend <laughs> of the countdown
2: Flurry <laughs> drives a PT Cruiser No way Ironically, No she loves Who? it Flurry, Flurry It's silver Is she it loves because it. like There's
1: plenty of space In the trunk For her music gear No actually, She just genuinely
2: it Loves how the no, car not. Not. looks It's ironic It's her now. dream car no one It has to be ironic
1: She the most
3: hard
4: dream
0: car Is a PT
1: Cruiser Yes I promise you. <laughs> Did she have like a retros? Wait, I, I,
0: flurry. <laughs> PT Cruiser in that like weird purpley color that they were all Egg made. Eggplant. That's
1: what my mom had. Uh, I remember right now. That's yeah. what you drove in high school? Uh, it was navy, navy blue. Oh, uh, I thought it was eggplant. Yeah. How are you maybe, single? Maybe Big Mama's <laughs> first one was eggplant. Yeah, Big Mama's There was one. There was an eggplant one in the rotation, <laughs> and then she got an off white one. Uh, I think we've we, had multiple I think PT our, cruisers in our family uh, over the years. Faith also yeah, had right? I feel My bad goodness. for that
0: sweet guy who just was excited about his Mini Cooper, and then we spent 20 minutes demolishing <laughs> it. Like, hey, man, it's a totally cool car. I, you have a cooler car than I do. Sorry. Merry Christmas. There
1: you go. All right. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for last week's feedback. Now, <laughs> normally we would have this week's uh, question of the week uh, right now, but next week's show we have our best of coming up, and uh, we won't have your feedback. Uh, so um, there you go. Keep it to yourself for a couple weeks, and we'll catch. <laughs> back up with you in the first week in January. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to hear from you. No. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to hear from us.
0: Let's just take a break. And we're <laughs> going to come back. And we're going to be on fire. There's no break. No. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. You only want to You're
4: hear from me. Hear from <laughs>
0: I'm not on the best of show. I just would wreck it. <laughs> that would make it the worst. Speaking of which, did you <laughs> did you of? finish out? Did you finish out the, um, did we the hit number one? Number one. And that's a great question of beyond beyond the tank is the uh, paintbrush saver. Uh, season, I think season five. You can take a wet paintbrush and put it in this thing, and it keeps the paintbrush from. You don't have to clean it.
1: So, like, if you're painting tonight, can I just say this? This would have been better if we never did number one. You know what I'm saying? Like people, have been like, what, what, what? let's just leave them but hanging they wouldn't have until 2017. They wouldn't have heard about the paintbrush saver.
0: But I keep looking for it and, and Lowe's and Home Depot. I can't find it. But like, you know, it's when at you're- the end cap
1: at Target, as seen on Shark Tank.
0: <laughs> you know how, yeah. like, when you're painting one day and you got to finish the next day, and you're like, Do oh, I got to clean the whole brush. Not now. You just pop it in this paintbrush saver. Come back to your painting the next day. Open it up; it's still ready to paint. Still got the. Can I tell you what way. I do when I have a dirty paintbrush? Go ahead. Throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> just buy new. <anything. laughs> <Sure, it's laughs> yeah, me. but not, not that. I got some. Not, you have to have nice paint brushes. We can talk about that on another show
1: or side but show. That's your number one uh, business thought, transaction of Shark Tank.
0: I just like it because they were real simple, cool guys that felt like they had a real kind of very practical idea, and mm. they're going to make millions off of it.
1: I'm millions from one product that oh, yeah. costs
0: like eight cents. Yeah. Because they make them for like a quarter. They sell yeah. them for like three bucks and they're going to be on every Home Depot in the country.
2: What's the little sponge called? That's the smiley face.
0: Oh, this Yeah, I've seen that. I don't remember what it's called, but that guy, it's like a little sponge that can He's clean anything.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I can't watch shark tank. I just can't do it. I like mm-hmm. literally can't handle it. It's on Friday nights. It's not how i want to spend my Friday nights the, all week. The stress. What, what, yeah. what, can't you do? That's, that's exactly right. I spend all week. Make, having to make big decisions and like ideas and what ifs and does the money line up and whatever all week. The last thing I want to do is number one go home to mm-hmm. another business meeting mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. Friday night and two the only other aspect of it, other than business decisions, is is people's dreams getting crushed yeah. because they're like yeah. kind I of making fun the of them. Yeah, you but, know?
0: but no, they don't make fun of
1: them. They're real honest. They give no, honest feedback. No, the producers who booked them are making fun of them by putting them out there because they know yeah. it's a terrible idea. It has gotten better. They used oh, to
0: really? do like the uh, uh, you, there would be the one that everybody would just laugh at. Now
1: it's well, all, It's like I put my life savings in this and, this. and some terrible thing, and like now the sharks are having to be like, yeah, sorry, dude, you're an idiot, and yeah. now your family can't survive it. And I'm like, why do I want to watch this?
3: <laughs> that, Cameron, that's the exact reason I watch it. <laughs> you spent five years on this and you took out a second mortgage on your home? It's never going to work. No one wants that dumb thing. I feel so much better about my life now. That's usually why
1: I watch
2: it. I had a couple of friends who were on Shark Tank. but What, what the- did
1: they do? We, well, we had a friend of the show on it as well. No uh, Seiko Designs yeah. and, and Liz came on and told us about her, her experience. experience after the non-disclosure was over. yeah, yeah. Who yeah, were yeah. your friends?
2: A uh, company I worked for in Nashville called Everly. It's like an organic crystallite that you can make. Kind of like a LaCroix? You can pair it with LaCroix if you'd like to have it sparkling. <sighs> it's just like a flavored water thing, I feel like. How'd they do? They did great. Uh, the thing is, they were doing a trial run with like a celebrity host, and mm. they ended up nixing the celebrity host. So
1: so they didn't appear on the show? Right.
4: Oh. Yeah. So they
2: they did well. Their product was great, and they had like really interactive and fun feedback with like Mark Cuban and the guys, which doesn't happen I feel like often, where you like strike up a rapport with the sharks.
0: Well, they're in the tank for about an hour. Yeah, We see about four minutes of it, but it's like a really, really long drawn out process. Yeah, that's what Liz was saying. Yeah. yeah, It's crazy. Ch- Ch- Chelsea, who was the celebrity guest? Yeah. Or the I
2: don't host, remember. Celebrity host. I can't remember. I feel like it was someone like, you know, that, Klum? Sugar Ray. No. Oh, Sugar, sugar Ray would, would be like amazing. Old, I don't know who. I want to go on a business no show. Idea.
1: And if I was walking onto a business show and my life's dreams are pending in this next Hour and Sugar
0: Ray greets me. You (laughs) know you're
1: you're gonna do great. (laughs) I was thinking, whoa, I made
3: a bad left turn back there. (laughs) I would love for that person, like your friend who walks in, you know, and they play the big dramatic music, and the doors, like, pop open, ding, ding, and they, ding, like, ding, see ding. Sugar Ray, and they don't even change their stride. They just do a U-turn.
4: They're on,
3: like, little
0: scooters, and that's the product, and the scooters just
3: zip around and out the door. They see Sugar Ray. They, their facial expression doesn't change. They just turn yeah, out on the and The scoot out.
0: little models that are there in the, like, display just <laughs> walk out behind you, and that's it. <laughs> We're
1: out of here. And then it's just a tight close-up of Sugar Ray's face. Yeah.
2: That's probably what actually happened, yeah. and they just told us it
1: never aired. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's like it didn't work out because nobody wanted... Oh, whoa. I like that we did just
0: one more feud for 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Ray.
1: Welcome to Sugar Ray being our new target. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's about time. It's been long enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, so-, so there you go. We're wrapping up our, our last live uh, cast episode right. of 2016. Uh, Chelsea... Uh, you've been here a month and a half or so, getting your legs under you. You've done yeah. a very good job. Thank how's, you. how's it going? You feeling okay?
2: I love it. Yeah, glad to be back in Orlando with my family. Uh, love the Relevant crew.
1: Well, we enjoy having you on the show, and Thank Rebecca's you. been coming around, yeah. and love her. Uh, Joy has. Uh, several of you guys have asked on Twitter, like, "Hey, where's Joy been? Uh, mm, we if don't you've know. We noti- If you've noticed, <laughs> she she and her husband have been traveling to Paris because she has some big news that uh, I uh, hopefully maybe in, in an episode in a couple of weeks she'll come come on. And update everybody. We love Joy. Yeah, we love her. I miss her too. We do. Yeah, Uh, but Chelsea, you've done a great job, and we love having you and Rebecca. And it's been fun. Um, And uh, yeah, and
0: I'd say I get a participation grade once again. No, just another. What are you talking about? What is this? Three and a half years. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. I love it. 2016 was great. So many friends. It was like a real privilege, right? Like every single end of the year when you think about like walking away for a couple weeks and coming back to the show in 2017, you're like there are a ton of people that we've met and it's been a significant year.
1: It's been crazy. You you travel with IJM and you do do you you meet listeners when you're out on the road and stuff always. Yeah, every single time and it's awesome. Is it weird or good? It was weird
0: at first because I didn't realize anybody actually listened. Like, I know people did, but it's weird of a sense of it. Mm -hmm. And then it just, you realize, like, oh, man, we're having a conversation with a ton of people. And it is really fun. And Mm -hmm. everybody's so sweet. Yeah, like
1: it's a it's great It and is it is funny the relationship yeah. that we have with our listeners because mm-hmm. think about it. I don't I have very good friends that I don't spend an hour and a half a week in conversation with mm-hmm. and we have people listening to this and they're, they're they basically mm-hmm. have a seat at the table with right. us, you know, oh, crazy and so they know us and know our families and know our stories and whatever <laughs> and then you meet them right. for the first time, right? And it's it's intense. It's been yeah. it's deep. And twenty six. A lot of hugging. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of hugging. A <laughs> lot of, lot of, big cat, lot of big cat calls.
0: a lot of big cat. A lot of big cat calls. Big cat. Yep. But twenty six. I'm very
1: thankful that Kit yeah. Kat, uh picked up and and came mm-hmm. out with the big cat yeah. yeah. bar. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did notice. I did notice. Chandler tweeted this this week while he was editing last week's show. He doesn't. He doesn't know where yeah, the big know, cat moniker came from. Time. It was like the first show or two. Yeah, you. Well, yeah, when we were getting to know you, it was it was early. We were getting on, yeah. to know you. Yeah, it was uh, came difficult out, early. The love of musical theater came out, oh. and our um, love. <laughs> Everybody loves musical but theater. Where and, did the like big part come from? Like big uh, cat. Well, uh, he man. he the, he went on a run where he was talking about Cats the musical right, right, quite a that. bit. Are right. you blind when you're born? That's the first <laughs> one. He was, he was busting the song. <laughs> Can you see in the dark? And for some reason, one of the intros wow. or whatever, we just dubbed him like, that should be your nickname. Because also early in the show, he was trying to figure out what his oh, nickname, nickname will be. Gotcha. Can you look at a king? And he thought that he could name his own nickname, which right, he wanted to that. be. Little miracle, which is still little miracle, L I L like little L I little miracle. he tried my... to get me to call him little miracle. Wow. That's my MC <laughs> name and so he was talking <laughs> yeah. about cats. How did you? So, get so we Lil gave miracle? him the nickname of big cat, and then stuff? That's the one. Here. Just fine. Because yeah, a lot you know? of
3: other people on Twitter <laughs> didn't know either, which is interesting.
1: Well, well they yeah, but they haven't know. been on the show for so, as many so years. now they now they know. Now they know. There you go. Family. Merry Christmas. Many thanks to uh, Trip Lee for joining us this week. Make sure to go check out his new album, The Waiting Room, which is out now. It's worth your time. Yeah. Um, While you're online buying uh, The Waiting Room, go head over to iTunes and drop a... If you like the show, drop a review there on the relevant podcast uh, page on iTunes. It helps the show get... We've gotten a lot of reviews
0: in the last like two months. Really? Oh, yeah, it went from
1: like 940 to almost a thousand. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, great. everybody. I mean, if they're positive comments, we appreciate it. Oh, if it's constructive criticism, mm, you can keep it to yourself. No, know, you know what I'm saying?
0: They're negative and personal
1: and vitriolic.
2: Construct, don't you want constructive
1: criticism? Not publicly. Mm, they can no. email us directly <laughs> yeah, or send us, us a Twitter DM. No, no, no. Yeah, don't yeah. post <laughs> it and ruin our podcast <laughs> ranking. Yeah, don't wreck that.
3: That's cool. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. Just, just Eddie handles this stuff the
0: best. <laughs> <great>. send, <laughs> I, I don't I send me a Twitter DM. I would love dry. to know personally how you feel as though I'm wrecking the show for you.
1: Um, and also thanks to our show sponsor for making the episode possible. Uh, go check out compassion international and their amazing work. You can go to compassion.com forward slash free to uh, find out more about sponsoring a child. And if you do, you will get a free year of relevant included. All right. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Absolutely. I'm Cameron. I'm I'm Eddie Koffeltz. I'm Chelsea Steele. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week. Or at least Jesse and I will. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah, Merry Bye. Christmas.
4: Yeah.
7: Thanks for listening to the Relevant Podcast.
0: Connect with us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com/slash subscribe. So
4: sad at the end of the line. Days go by, still no sign of your goals Never call, never run, it's a loss It's make me feel alive in spite of rising walls
3: I've been catfished so many times that I feel like the only way I can prevent it at this point is to start, you know, boning up on the methods of some of these catfishers. So I watch a lot of that.